okay, there's two of us, there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Who speaks like that in this that, film? That okay. <laughs> All right. Right. I tell you what, it's two of us, there's two of them. We could have them. We could take them on. Oh, we could take them. Look at him. He's just an old boy, isn't he? Wait till he goes outside and have him. Aren't you, you what? Aren't I'll you 900 years old? Shut up, son. Don't mind. I'll go round back. I'll knock him out. You come in after that. Just shank him. Easy. I ain't got nothing but love, babe. Eight days a Good morning to our listeners. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I am Chris Weeks, and I am joined by... AJ Jenks and Ooh, Benjamin Pryor and together we are the eight days a geek boys and we are back the boys are back in town yeah. how are we doing boys are we excited I yeah. am so buzzed for this this is probably the most buzzed I've been since we did Lord of the Rings yeah I haven't so slept for seven in days in 25 so. episodes <laughs> You've had a big old dip and now you're back. Oh, it really has. It's really taken a while, but... Well, oh, I mean, good. I'm, it's I'm good. excited It's good, again. I suppose. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. that you're excited again. Because yeah. today, ladies and gentlemen, our dear friends out there in the geek world, we're doing Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. <clears throat> 2005, cast your minds back. First question, boys, as ever, did you see it in the cinema? Yes. I can't remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this, this film in the cinema... Still, it's amazing. Still, it's one of the best films I've ever seen in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. This is, I would say, this is the film that I've watched most on DVD in my life. Definitely, <laughs> cool man. <laughs> really, it's good to you know. <laughs> no, you know those it's DVDs. A rogue fact. Are, they're worn out. They're scratched. They are just a mess. This, oh, yeah. my Revenge of the Sith, was ruined, and I watched you know it. That, that's why. Why was it? What were you doing? I just watched, what are you I watched, doing? Listen, they don't just, wear out like VHS. I just watched it, okay? Now leave it. You know, right, when, you okay, just, fair yeah, when you just watch things, it doesn't ruin them every time you use a DVD. Just what are you watched it. Right. Fair yeah, enough. but I, I'm, I saw it in the cinema, yeah. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> did I. I had it on... Um, uh, I think it came out on VHS. I think I had it on VHS and then I got it on DVD. Oh, Obviously, right. the DVD wore out in like a couple of weeks, so I had to get it again on VHS. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> But yeah, I saw this song. What were you doing with it? Oh, it's best not to ask. (laughs) Uh, I used it as a frisbee mainly. But Mm. boys, again, I uh, went and saw this with a girl. Bloody hell. Ridiculous. (laughs) Wait, so this is a common theme that's popping up there. (laughs) Why am I going to see these films with girls? Like, go to a a rom-com or something like that. Something nice and fun and lighthearted. Not this. I was like, this is going to be a big moment in my life. I want to share it with someone. (laughs) And you know, it was a huge mistake because obviously I was. Did you have friends? Yeah, they also came. They were there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a a real group activity. But no, so I was in that situation where I was sat there, and I was in that awful situation where I don't think she was particularly into it, and so I was sort of halfway with her, you know. But it didn't. It didn't stop me enjoying the film because obviously it's out of this world. Uh, and Jenks, I've already slightly pre-warned you in the build-up to this. I'm going to be referring to the books. Prior, I know he loves yeah. the books, so I mean, it's. Oh, I can't it? get yeah, mind we're going to have to hold that boy back. We really are. Yeah. But uh, I, the novelization of this film, I think the the prequel novelizations are great, but this novelization yeah. is one of my favourite books. I think, like like when I read it, it was 
it, it changed my world. And we talked about it on the Insta Live the other day. Yeah. Um, that it it's one of those ones that fills in so much, uh, but like not in the way of the Rise of Skywalker, where most of the plot is missing. But in this, <laughs> the plot is all there and it's beautiful. But it just enhances it. And it yeah. came out before the film, so I read it before the film. Um, and it was never an issue of like knowing where it was going to go because obviously we knew what was going to happen in the film, but it mm. just enhanced it. So the whole thing was, uh, it was a beautiful experience. Yeah, absolutely. And we are now in that incredible lucky position that now we have the Clone Wars are finished. Oh yeah, the Clone Wars have now linked everything to Revenge of the Sith. We, you know, we've got the, got those build up of characters. We understand exactly where they are, what they're feeling. We have even more depth. You know, I mean, now when I watch this film, I always think, okay, so Ahsoka is in the background of Anakin's mind as well. All of that is going on. You know, you see the jealousy as well in Anakin's character in the Clone Wars. And then you've got Rebels that comes, you know, a while after this, but still has kind of remnants of this film as well. I mean, everything's backed up, (laughs) backed up. (laughs) I've started early. Yeah, Yeah. early. Remnants, eh? Yeah. But now, you know, this film is backed up to the hill. And when I watch it, I'm just like, wow, this film for me has the best backstory and has the best story out of all of these films. And I always think, (laughs) I always think, you know, that we are in such a lucky position to to have Revenge of the Sith. And personally, I believe this is why, you know, Revenge of the Sith is so big now. I think it's, you know, also because of the, the terrible demise of the sequels because let's be honest <laughs> terrible <yeah>. business <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest it start it started you know you know with a with a good with a good head on its shoulders and then absolutely hit the ground and just rolled and just left <laughs> us all much yeah. like uh, Ned Stark. Much like it's Ned true. Stark. This or Count Dooku. The sequels are the Ned Stark of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, oh you 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 you're into the start. You want to know more. You want to know more. The first one finishes and bang, everything's a, just pointless. It's a real shock. It has to be yeah. said. But yeah, this is absolutely, as you say, best story, yeah. best backstory, best tie-in video game. Because yes. I don't think we're going to oh, get a chance yeah. to talk about that. The Revenge of the Sith video game. I played it on PS2, I think. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Do you I, know what I played it on? I played it on an Xbox original that had, they had this awesome thing that my friend had, which was a screen that you attach onto the Xbox. Oh, yeah. I tiny, remember that. Yeah, oh, like this big. I know, yeah. And I played it on that and you have to like kind of squint. But my goodness, that was gorgeous gameplay. I oh, played this yeah. on my Xbox Crystal. Great stuff. I don't even the, know the, what that is. Crystal that's, was just a completely a drug, see-through. Oh, God. So you played on Xbox. On I was Crystal. messed up. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I just loved that game so much. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, what an experience. This, this is incredible. <laughs> but uh, an Xbox Crystal was a completely see-through Xbox. Oh, right. So you, you can see all the workings you inside. the clockwork. everything working. working. Yeah, just all the... I just used to pop a bit of coal in, watch a game. That's the good old days, isn't it? Oh, lovely. But yeah, right. Let's get to this fantastic motion picture. Um, so, I mean... Start us off. Come on, Jenks. This we, is your bag. We are in... And this is what I love so much. Okay. We are in the middle of the Clone Wars. We we are in this absolutely incredible battle. But just before we start that battle, we have a usual crawl. Um, the, we have the battle for Coruscant, which yeah. um, in the... I don't know if you guys have seen the, the Clone Wars films. 
Yeah. But you see that um, the droids actually managed to, well, Dooku managed, managed to invade um, Coruscant and then they take palps. Big palps. And uh, yeah, but this film, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to take it slow at the start because yeah, it is beautiful. For me, this is the best opening in any Star Wars film. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. amazing. The crawl goes, and then there's just this silence for a couple of seconds, and then all you hear is, <laughs> and then you hear these two Jedi fighters, and then you just see them, and they're going up against a Republic battle cruiser, and then <laughs> I know I'm taking it slow. <laughs> no, go on, it's really shot slow. by shot, shot but by shot. My God, it goes along this battle cruiser. You don't really know what's going on. You know you're in space. You know you're seeing these two Jedi fighters and then suddenly they just go off the edge of the battlecruiser and the camera pans down with them as they go down and there is this incredible space battle that is going on and my God, the score is so good. Oh, it's brilliant. So it's quite good. sparse. Yeah, yeah. It's just that... Ba, 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 da, ba. So good. And... Um, yeah, we see these uh, two Jedi fighters. We still don't know who's inside them. All we're doing I mean, is... We can guess, can't we? Let's be we honest. Can, we can guess, yeah. But um, they're, And they're going through everything, these great explosions. We then see, you know, two battlecruisers firing on each other and stuff. And oh my God, like the one CIS battlecruiser just goes down. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but even when I look at this film now, I still think, wow the effects hold up oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah i think this, especially this, in this film it's yeah. tipped up this cgi everything about it is yeah. incredible yeah you really never question it do you yeah which is amazing and they're, they're going through everything they fly through uh, uh one of the smaller cruisers that's just blown mm. up and they fly through the explosion and you're just like they're oh in perfect my tandem aren't they yeah like they're, they're moving beautifully together yeah just like a kind of a flock of birds a small flock but yeah a flock of two <laughs> it's more like an interpreted dance piece if you ask me yeah he started early yeah, yeah alright then here we go I gotta, I gotta keep a lid on things <laughs> like a swan dance That's, yeah. I came here <laughs> like a western <laughs> I don't know why but that is so good <laughs> It's a real shame. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious me. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. It just You're ruining it for done. everyone. Yeah. It's Chris, I want to apologise. <laughs> no, it's too late. But the, the camera then pans into two of the, uh, well, both of the um, Jedi fighters, but we go to Anakin's first and we just see them both in their, in their cockpits and straight away they have this back and forth between them. It's fantastic. You can see the relationship is actually built to a, a degree that you actually believe in this yeah. film, which um, yeah. for me, I was just like, oh my God, I actually, I'm with them. I actually believe this relationship now. Not like the last film. But what do you guys think of this, uh, of this, <laughs> of this opening? Uh, I mean, it's, it's out of this world. Go on, Pry. You, you, tell, us, tell us what you think of it. Yeah, probably one of the most, as AD says, but one of the most memorable as well at this point. It's huge. I mean, they're not wasting any time here. You know, they're not going in lightly and kind of easing us into it at all. It's straight into the midst of battle. And probably what follows is one of my most favourite scenes, but the best entrance in Star Wars history (laughs) ever. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, th- I think um, what George Lucas must have been thinking before he did this, you know, there's quite a lot of um, um, behind the scenes, especially for this film. Yeah. Um, and you can see there is more excitement. There's a lot more energy for the making of this film. And he must have looked yeah. back at the two previous films. And, you know, you know, we, we have our feelings about uh, Phantom Menace. There were still some great moments. But, you know, by this time, what, it's 2005. It but is. when they're doing this, it's 2004. So... You know, it isn't. People have had time to think on it and think, okay, this isn't actually the greatest. And then Attack of the Clones got its reviews, and they went full on, just balls to the court here, like just went for it. <laughs> Is that the expression? <laughs> balls to the court. Is I was going to say balls to the mostly. wall, but <laughs> I've, had, too. I've had Everyone tennis in that. my head today. I really have. I don't know why, but um. Yeah, they just absolutely Is went. Is that for an it. explanation? I'm just... Yeah, yeah, that that's kind of all that's I'm going to say on it, really. Yeah, fair <laughs> so many people are going to relate to that. Just oh, they will. Like tennis on the mind, you know. Oh yeah, they imagine. will. We'll have one person that's listening to this going, huh, yeah, yeah, and that'll be it. I mean, we will have one person listen to this. Yeah, but <laughs> but full stop. But this, you know, oh, the amount of energy for this opening when you compare it to. Phantom and Attack of the Clones, which were slow yeah. movers. They were really, really they slow were. mover openers. This is just epic. Finally, we actually yeah. get to see a war, a proper mm. war. Yeah, you're right. It is, this is a war film, really, yeah. especially these first two acts, right? Like the first film is political intrigue and then battles, but on a very small scale. The second one is like the spy um, or like detective film mm. in the beginning. And then in the last act, it becomes the first act of the war. Yeah. This is... Like you say, this is straight into it straight away. Mm. I mean, it's, 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 it comes in really, really hot and it pays off. It really does. Like everything that happens, like just the, the clone fighters that, you know, come up behind them, which you can see like the early imaginings of like an X-Wing and yeah. stuff. And you, you see what I love about this film is that there is little hints towards uh, the original films and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I really like that. There's a lot of lovely, lovely moments. We'll get on yeah. to like Tarkin coming up later on and the Death Star oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah. But one thing that is interesting is that the fighters that they're flying, the Jedi Starfighters, they're Eater 2 Actis interceptors, mm. big nerd, that was in Galaxies. Um, they're made by uh, by Cyanar who make the TIE Fighters and you can see in the cockpits, they're the same cockpits. Yeah. So it's it just goes to show that the Republic becomes the Empire and they keep the same contracts. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I think that's a lovely detail. Yeah. yeah. Like that's me. big continuity from the from the good becoming the bad, mm. you know? Mm. So, so interesting. The hints are there that all is not well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like we've talked about before, I believe this is the film that Lucas, when he thought of making prequels, this was a story that he always wanted to tell. I think you're right. Almost everything in this film is absolutely on point in terms of yeah. plot. It's just incredible. I mean, the line when, you know, I, I always remember, I remember the most quotes from this film than other films, yeah. you know, just mm. starting off with, this is where the fun begins. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, this is big. This yeah. is big. And um, uh, like the jokes between Obi-Wan and R4, I, I built a relationship with R4 and then his head just flies away and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, the buzz droids, I, I, I dig them. Oh, they were so cool. I dig the buzz I droids. I love them. Yeah. I, I really like them. So, so they reminded me of those little um, 
you know those uh, reflectors that uh, photographers use to reflect the light, mm. yeah. little umbrellas. They reminded me of them all the time. And I, I was like, "That's loads of little photography umbrellas." On the thing. <laughs> it's just that's not. that's Trust who works me. for the CIS. He's yeah, just a little. Come on, come, come on. on. <laughs> he's freelance. He's trying to make a quick yeah. buck. Bloody Jedi think they've got away with it. <laughs> he's got he's got a report to J. Jonah Jameson after this. So let's get the shots. <laughs> oh, kid, come on now. <laughs> but yeah, so they are. The whole point of what Obi-Wan and Anakin are doing is that they are they have been sent on a mission to rescue mm. Chancellor Palpatine. And awesome. uh, they they try to board um Dooku's ship. Or when I say try, they do. They but, um, yeah. fly straight in. Um but I, again the relationship is there, just the the yeah. line Well have you noticed the shields are still up? Sorry, the master. Are still up. <laughs> <laughs> it's very high for you. And yeah. It's very high. That's a good job. He's been that. warming up, hasn't he? Eh? Also, just yeah. going to throw this out there. My God, the haircuts are so much better in this film. Oh, yes. Yes. thank God. Goodness me, the costume and the and yeah. the haircuts are absolutely. I love uh, everything. All right over there, mate. Yeah, just just it's the old Bill. Lod. Uh, yeah, Obi Wan looks great. Like his, yeah. it's it's that half. It's it's basically Ben's costume, just yeah. with the short tunic at the bottom. Yeah. It's awesome. I love that. I, again, I also love that he's got his lightsaber as well. Yeah, I That's mean, important. is there anything more iconic than their costumes at this point as well? Mm. The you know, with uh, Obi Wan's kind of more sandy coloured uh, tunic yeah. and his brown, dark brown leather boots, and then you got Anakin almost fully in a very yeah. dark brown, almost black outfit yeah. even and more so than the previous film yeah yeah and it just sticks with you you know maybe it's this kind of imagery that they wanted to plant with us that he was yeah. you know more dark at this point but yeah what stunning stuff. anakin scar as well oh yeah, yeah. just looks Big. absolutely epic and obviously at this yeah. point we have no idea where no. that's from is it uh, from yeah. ventress am i yeah. right yeah yeah can we also that's in give the clone a big, uh, big yeah. hands to um hayden at this point for going from here to hear oh, in absolutely. the for film absolutely yeah. in, in thank everything. god in everything yeah. um, it's because he really could have gone the other way and yeah, yeah, you know and been um uh you know like some people would react really poorly to the reaction that he got and yeah. gone into their shell but he seems to have just come out the other side and oh, just been yeah. like i'm 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 gonna you know take the ball by the horns and really that's go for si- it that's yeah. a sign of a good actor isn't it to come yeah. out and say look now well, i'm gonna be better that's, what I was. Well, that's the thing is that uh, we'll talk about how Star Wars um, reacts to a fan reaction and how they yeah. change in the film. Um, I mean, we can talk about that now. Like, let's be honest. Like, uh, there was a lot of criticism against Hayden Christensen in Attack of the Clones. He that comes, was. he comes back in this, and he just full on goes for it. And it's just like, well, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you can tell he's got the energy and the actual passion for the part. Yeah, but also like me, me and Chris were talking about when we spoke about um, Rise of Skywalker that the fans obviously hated most of what happened in Last Jedi, and then in Rise of Skywalker you just see that they've listened to pretty much everything that the audience have said and have just gone, all right, we'll do what you want to do, fan service. Let's just do that. Yeah, and that's I what can't, can't stand it. And you know that's that's the difference between George Lucas and Disney really is that George Lucas will will sit there and go okay well you know it's still my thing I will yeah. do what I want to do 
But more importantly, what on earth do fans know? They're not filmmakers. Yeah, actually. They don't, they don't know what makes a film good. These people have trained their lives often to, to get into their field of work and to make the best films possible. They have lived with these characters mm. for a, a certain amount of time. They know what's best. We have to put some trust into yeah, filmmakers. Definitely. We can't just go, oh, you know what? Fans want this. Oh, God. this uh, Barry212 wants this, so I'm going <laughs> to give it to him. It's yeah. a load of nonsense. And that, yeah. that's... It's dreadful. That's what Disney have kind of turned into. And obviously, you know, uh, J.J. Abrams taking over in the final film was, uh, was again, it, a saving grace. Yet, you know, him having to fight against Ryan Johnson. I mean, it's, nothing was planned out in any of that. So they literally no. just listened to the fans. Yeah. There was madness. There was no, you know, ABC plot between all three of the films it was just like oh all right well let's try this let's try this and it's like no you can't try that when you have such an incredibly massive fan base on something a new hope is your time to do that yeah that's when you that's when you do it and that's exactly what george lucas did and then you know was clever enough to get okay well i'm going to bring some more people in because i want to get this storyline even more detailed yeah, yeah, but it's still his yeah. story that's being told. Absolutely, yeah. But uh, our uh, our two Jedi, and you know, let's talk about this incredible entrance. You've got the uh, the shield doors closing. The two Jedi fighters manage to get in, and yeah. surprisingly, Obi Wan does this incredible flip out of his cockpit and just goes for the droids. Anakin just sits there, unbuckles, flips up, gets out. R two just does a little. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can fly. I mean, of course. Come on, this is the best entrance in <laughs> history. Obi Wan, he's not even landed properly. He's kind of sliding, yeah. skidding through this this um, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Docking Hanger. bay. Hanger. Hanger. Thank yeah. you. And uh, ejects himself out, flips straight into battle. That shows the kind of warrior that Obi Wan was. Well, absolutely. This blew th- my mind. This is a thing as well. Is that we're, what we get to in a couple of scenes? Is that kind of like how you're talking, Chris? This is the war film, but. Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi isn't Obi-Wan Kenobi anymore. He's General Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, a, a Jedi having a, a rank, but yeah. a, a rank that we know is, you know, a military rank, not like yeah, a, yeah. a peaceful peacekeeper, which is what Jedi meant to be. That, you know, you know, you, you already see that there is risk in what the Jedi are doing here, mm. that they have military ranks now. They're not peacekeepers or anything like that. They go into battle. They lead troops. You know, it's it's big, and um, that that's why already in this film you think it well, okay, well stuff is going on, yeah. But yeah, then they take uh, the uh, the elevator up, lovely, and then they save their legs. Yeah, then there are uh, there's a couple of little moments here which don't really add to the plot. They're a bit shilly, but um, it's it's shilly. It's, it's just again, but th- those scenes in the elevator, they're just. Lovely moments showing that the relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan has actually blossomed. Something has happened for them. Yeah, to... I, I think they were necessary because, yeah. again, as you say, it has that. It shows us the the amount of time that's passed and the kind of way mm. their relationship has turned. And yeah, and it's it's almost you know when we in Attack of the Clones, it's very much so Master Padawan, and he's kind of like, you know, he is still going against him at times, but he still yeah. bites his tongue. And his, but that's the, like they're like. There's you know, a more respect like kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what you guys think, but there, you do feel a bit more respect from Anakin in this film. Absolutely. I think they've just been through so much. Yeah. And I suppose Anakin now being a knight, 
and having his own Padawan as we know. Like we don't know that at this point, but he he and Obi-Wan, even though Obi-Wan is a master and he's on the council, they are essentially, they're on the same level, you know, and yeah. they are the two that like the public regard them. Uh, my first delve into the books, boys, the public regard them as the two Jedi in the whole universe. Like they are the top of the tree. Anakin and Obi-Wan are the two heroes and they're seen as essentially like they, they both have different strengths and they balance each other out, but together they're absolutely unstoppable. Um, but yeah, and it's, you're absolutely right. But the, the warmth of it is still there. Like they're these two, that's what I really love. They're these two legendary warriors and heroes. But do you remember we're at the elevator scene? Do you remember when um, it stops and they're trying to get it moving and talking to R2 and get him to activate it? Anakin cuts his way out and Obi-Wan just goes, always on the move. Yeah, it's yeah. just not like that tiny little line. There's there's mm. so many lines like that in this film, which are just full of history and warmth and character and affection and respect. You know, like it, I mean, it's, it's Ewan does some of his best work in the whole trilogy, oh, giving him the maturity and the grounding of the relationship. It's beautiful. You know what, I, what I saw from that line was almost like a this father son relationship. There. Yeah, like he's going. What's he like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He's done it's it a million so, times before. And yeah, I, it's so lovely. And I think prior from that is what creates the tension between yeah, them. Definitely. I think doubt. because a lot of times in this film and the film before, Obi-Wan is regarded as a father figure, but then they're also at other times regarded as brothers. Mm-hmm. And I think there lies the tension is that sometimes... Anakin does feel like, yes, especially in this part, you know, they're brothers. This is my brother. We're warriors together and stuff like that. But then other scenes later on, there is that slight, because Obi-Wan still has that kind of hierarchy over Anakin. Yeah. Still has the power when he wants him to investigate Palpatine. You know, that that isn't very brotherly. That's him coming from the council saying, you have to do this. Yeah. This is what the council have asked you to do. And it's just like, okay, all right. So he's not backing his brother up here he's mm. still taking the council's side yeah so um but, but but we'll we'll get into that bit but yeah yeah but now um again a, a lovely clever clever moment is about to come up obviously they walk into uh they're at the top of the spire at this point on um uh dooku's cruiser and uh there's palpatine just looking over and again looking cool goddamn cool just oh, staring yeah. at and then turns round. And let's be honest, if you've ever really thought, you know, that Palpatine could be a baddie, just that turn around in the chair kind of makes <laughs> me think there's something suspicious about this yeah. man. Got, it's uh, Return of the Jedi, isn't it? Straight yeah. away. Big yeah. Austin Power vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were thinking? <laughs> yeah. You expecting it to start rolling across the room and <laughs> back and forward, up and down. Yeah. Oh, but it's... Um, it's fantastic. And then Dooku comes in. And my goodness me, the CGI on Dooku in this film during the fight is so much better than <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Like, goodness me. But it's an incredible fight. But it's not the fight that I want to talk about with you boys. It's a literal two-second uh, shot on Dooku's face. And I don't know if you know which bit I'm talking about, but it's when Anakin has both lightsabers yeah. around his neck and we have the fantastic line, do it! <laughs> but there's a turn in the head of Dooku. And my goodness me, the more and more I go back to this, the more and more I think, 
God damn, Christopher Lee is incredible. Yeah. Because I've read about five million emotions running through that little head turn of, you know, him thinking, what's going on? What do I do? Do I tell Anakin about all of this because Mm. he's about to kill me? Or do I keep my loyalty to Sidious? Like, what's going on? And it's it's incredible. I don't know what you guys thought about it. Please tell me. Uh, can I uh, can I try and fill out a little bit from the book here because there's a lot of background here. Um, I mean, Chris, this... I've, I've always thought you should fill out anyway, but yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. I've uh, so it, it, immediately before this duel, when it's just Dooku and Palpatine, Palpatine is it's telling Dooku that the objective of the duel is to kill Obi Wan and to surrender to Anakin so that the three of them can be can rule together. This is what Palpatine said to him. Dooku, his plan is to kill Anakin. And to take Obi-Wan as his apprentice, and he will kill Palpatine and become the Sith Master with Obi-Wan as his Sith Apprentice, which I think is amazing in the first place. And it really puts a light on Attack of the Clones when he has Obi-Wan as his prisoner and um, offers him all that information about Sidious, you know? Uh, So the the book, rather, is not strictly canon anymore. It's in the Legends canon, but at the time... I think officially it was canon because Lucas had quite a lot of input into it alongside yeah. the film. Um, so we, we sort of bear that in mind, take it as a pinch of salt. And so when Dooku is disarmed by Anakin and Palpatine says, kill him, all of a sudden Dooku's like, oh my God, that was the plan all along. Mm. And um, the, the, the line in the book is that Dooku's final thought before he's killed, all of these characters seem to get a final thought, is um, his final thought is treachery is the way of the Sith. Mm. And so he's like, he should have expected it the whole time. Yeah. That's the but I can read so much of that in Christopher Lee's look. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There was a plan. Palpatine's backed out on it. Dooku's thinking, "Oh my god, what do I do? Do it!" And it's yeah, it's all over. You know, that's what yeah. fills in. It's incredible, and it's it, it's nice. That, like Dooku doesn't even kill Obi Wan in that duel. Is but as soon as he has him in his grasp, he could kill him. Yeah, but he just throws him. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, from that as well, you see now then that he is just going for Anakin. Yeah, he's just absolutely going for Anakin, and he still has that respect for Obi Wan. You know, it's it's the the um, the duel is fantastic. Anyway, it's a lovely yeah. duel to open up with. Nothing too incredibly flashy or anything like that. It's just great stakes from um, a villain that has just been in the film previous and stuff. And obviously, in Clone Wars as well, you get to see Dooku even more. Yeah. And stuff, and in Clone Wars, you do see a slight little um, movement in Dooku's thoughts between what he's actually, if he's doing the right thing or not. Mm. Um, we also you... have the great line here: "We'll we'll do it together this time," you know, yeah. which again shows them that shows their relationship again. You know, Anakin's grown up now. I've grown up. I'm not going to yeah. be so brash and run in there. Yeah, that's you know, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But then Anakin beheads Dooku. It's not the Jedi way, which obviously is now linked in later on in the film to a certain scene, but we haven't got there yet. But, Easy. Um, yeah, and then again, Anakin saves Obi-Wan, takes him with him, and uh, they're uh, climbing down the elevator shaft. Poor old Palpatine. I know. I know, like, I know he's actually Sidious, so he's, he can do whatever he wants, but if you think he's just Palpatine, this poor old man's been <laughs> carted around in an elevator shaft. It's mad. Then why did I take this job? Yeah, what Jesus. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> but, um, we'll talk about that one day. That's an I, awful line. I always love um, Obi-Wan waking up. Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> so good. It's fantastic. I always say, like, you and you're just having a proper laugh yeah, in this film. He's having a you? great time. Oh, he's enjoying that, it so much. That day on his call sheet, it was, oh, yeah, oh, he's just worked out that he's just going to be hanging over Hayden Christensen's <laughs> shoulder all day. And he's like, oh, it's just going to be great. Yeah. I'm going to have a wonderful time. It's just going to be lovely, lovely stuff. Just, yeah. just chilling out. All My only line is, oh. <laughs> See how many different ways I can do that. Beautiful. But um, yeah, and then they are running through a corridor because the ship ship starts a dive and then brings itself back up. And um, now this comes into another moment. They get caught by ray shields. And um, they, uh, so have you seen the, you must have seen the deleted scenes for this moment. Yeah. Um, So. Shark 2. Yeah. In in the actual, uh, in the actual film, you know, a, a load of them come in and Droidicas come in and then they're taken to go to Grievous. But in um, a cutscene, Shuck T comes in and uh, is then beheaded by Grievous. No, not beheaded. She's stabbed through the chest. Yes, yeah, stabbed, uh, stabbed uh, through the chest. And um, I mean, Shuck T's just a really cool character anyway. Yeah. Should have yeah. just left her in. Leave her in. Yeah, I mean, she's she, died quite a few times now as well. Yeah. Like, she, she died she, in The Force Unleashed as well. Yeah. She was also killed later on in the film in a, a deleted yeah, scene. Yeah, there's another yeah, one, right, yeah. 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 Ridiculous. <laughs> Couldn't make their mind up. Just keep killing her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Go maybe on. she could die here. I oh, will just film her just in case. <laughs> Poor actress just going, she's like, I'm dying again. I, <laughs> when do I die? <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, she goes to the cinema. I'm not in this. <laughs> Yeah. I feel filmed... that time getting into makeup. <laughs> Waste of time. Yeah, she's God. Christopher Lee in Return of the King. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I oh. said that bit wrong. I should have said, Waste of time. Yes, That's much better. better. Um, but um, yeah, and then we meet Grievous when we actually go to. Um, <laughs> just, I'm just imagining the poor actress just sitting again. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> I spent a year on this. Hang on, hang on. Rewind it. Rewind it. <laughs> but, uh, I must be there. Then we then we go to the bridge and Anakin, Obi-Wan and Pelps are taken and Grievous is there and, you know, class character. And yeah. as we all know that the cough is George Lucas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, George Lucas on a bad day. But, um, <laughs> don't know what that was meant to mean. But uh, yeah, what do you think of Grievous? It's been on the crystal, hasn't he? I love, I love, love, love Grievous. So we see. um, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but I think we see his actual race before he was mechanized in the Old Republic. No, no, no. (laughs) Do we? Do we not? Yeah, no, we do. Okay, yeah, and so they traditionally wear these masks that are made of bone, and they have yeah. their absolute beautiful structures. Well, they wear big robes as well, don't they? And yeah, stuff. they're a very noble race that believe in uh, honouring their ancestors when they die. Very traditional, very barbaric, um, great warriors. And so when you know that and you see Grievous, you understand the stylization of his mask and the way that he was built. Mm. Um, it's a horrifying structure, let's be honest. Yeah. He is uh, a complete mech with, with some uh, organic, well, some organs that are in his yeah. chest. and It's, it's just horrible. A bag of organs. Of, yeah, and the first time we see him, well, we actually hear him, this uh, mechanised cough that sounds like he's had bronchitis for 25 years. It's awful. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Yeah, and we get the fantastic lines. General Kenobi! Yeah. The, the negotiator! negotiator. <laughs> Brilliant. Do we know who voiced Grievous? 
It's oh, Chris, not mate. Top of my head. Yeah, no, it was me. It was a fiver gig. Yeah, five gig. <laughs> They're very lucrative. There. Five gig. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, actually, no, it was a uh, hundred and fifty dollars. Oh yeah, you didn't get to worth see every any, uh, penny though. Yeah, didn't get any points on that then. No, no, no. Nah, got that. Shame. I never shame. do. That's how he got to his level one there. Yeah, he got level one. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. I need. Big gig. Big oh, it was gig. Matthew Wood. Oh. Matthew oh. Wood. But it's it's a it's a fantastic character and. Um, it's very interesting. That, Sorry, when you said Matthew Wood, I thought of Dominic Wood from Dick and Dom. <laughs> yeah, it's Dominic <laughs> Wood, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's how he got his uh, in da bungalow gig. It's because, yeah. <laughs> Bogies. <laughs> right, that's an edit that I need to make. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we, we see Grievous and uh, oh, he's just a fantastic character. There's some great back and forth between Anakin and Obi-Wan with Grievous. And um, so have you seen the film Alpha Papa? No. <laughs> you haven't seen Oh, okay. It, does, it doesn't matter. It's another really kind of uh, <laughs> cryptic film that no one's seen. You haven't seen Alpha Papa? Alan it's, Partridge? It's not, not the same one as The Nuns, is it? No, no. no. The Nuns on the run. You guys couldn't <laughs> get over that film. You really Ridiculous. couldn't. But um, yeah, um, and then this fantastic jewel comes out. And then we meet... Uh, the droids that now have... I don't even know the name for these droids. They're completely... The Magna Guards. Magna Guards. The IG droids. Yeah. The IG droids, which is awesome because we meet so many IGs across the series. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, these Magna droids can actually fight Jedi and they're yeah. pretty damn dope with their skills. They are. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, we just get to see some epic droid slaying here of um, from <laughs> Anakin... And uh, Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan does that fantastic little, he beheads one of them, but just keeps his arm out for a while and then just turns around and it's still going. I'm just like, oh, go on, Obi-Wan, keep it. <laughs> He's so stylish, first... isn't he? He is. the first time we see these electro staves as well, because yeah. they're a new addition to, to this, but they, of course, are featured in the Old Republic and yeah. more, more of an ancient weapon, which may be some, it might be harkened back to Grievous's, um you know, ancestral past, yeah. perhaps mm. they're using a traditional weapon, which would be very cool. But uh, yeah, they are, they're a fantastic design. I yeah. Love it. And uh, and then, you know, they, they destroy them and then Grievous plans his escape. And what does he does? He shoves one of those stars in the glass and just smashes it up. And then we think, oh, well, they're all dead. Grievous ain't going to make it. And then we realize, oh, hang on. He's more machine now than man. <laughs> He's got the claws. Yeah. But I, I always think that the point of Grievous is a slight hint to oh, absolutely. what is about to happen. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's that's very deliberate. I'm sure I've read that somewhere. That yeah. It's supposed to be. You he's, the, he's the middle ground for yeah. before Vader. You don't create a character like that that is, you know, half machine, half actual beast yeah. Be, yeah without going oh okay th this is almost experimenting stuff I that mean, for they've an tried experiment before. though i feel like they went a bit too far it's kind of like well if you if you look from... at what dooku actually did to him he tortured him for a very long time yeah tortured him and forced him to believe that the jedi were so evil and all these kind of things and it's he made him do some really really dark stuff like yeah it, i mean it, for a prototype i would have started off with maybe a metal arm a metal leg I mean, it's disgusting. I mean, mate, like metal, metal arms are a thing before Grievous, though. They are. They definitely are. But <laughs> as Anakin has one, like, oh, I wonder if this will work. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we see. We see. Yeah, what? This Anakin Skywalker's got one already. Bloody hell! <laughs> Get it. I'm not right, the first. Lock the rest of him off. 
It's Just true. bring me the organs. That's very true. It's Bill yeah. Kim, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bill, if you're listening, hello, we'd love a job. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it it's great and um, awesome moments just with Grievous flying out and yeah. then managing to um, bring himself back to the ship and just his feet just clawing into the the hull of the ship. Oh, it's so cool. And then, um, yeah, and then and then we go into the dive of uh, yeah. of the ship, which there's just some awesome lines. It's uh, the the only line I always feel is a bit like. Mm. It's just a, we're coming in too hot. Yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. No it one ever says that. Literal. Well, yeah. It's just, no, no one ever really says we're coming in like coming in too fast is fine. But I don't know why heat. Oh, has... I think it's it's Americanism though, isn't it? Yeah, they do say they do yeah. say that. Yeah, it's but coming in a bit hot. You're being a bit tough on him there. When, but when most of your cast are British. Stick well, to it. Anakin's not. Stick to it. Yeah, Anakin's the one who says it. If Obi Wan had said it, it'd be weird. We're coming yeah. in too hot. See, I don't know. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of dig that. You and would kind of like that. You and would have sold it in fairness. But, but this, this, I love this scene. This yeah. sequence is is absolutely awesome. And like, so the whole thing with this is that Anakin is the best pilot in the galaxy, and again is revered by the galaxy and like the press as being this unbelievable warrior. But, but and, fi- uh, finally, we see it properly. We do. And and, and he, uh, it's Obi-Wan who says, can you fly a cruiser like this? And Anakin says, um, you mean can I land what's left of it? Well, and he's got this amazing line. And I think this is one of my favorite little lines of this whole sequence. He says, under the circumstances, I'd say the ability to pilot this thing is irrelevant. Strap yourselves in. Amazing. Brilliant. Amazing. It's, it's going to crash. So Just strap yourselves in. I'm going to do my best. Yeah. What that is, is it's so amazing. clever. It's, it's calm. Awesome. It's cool. It's collected. And yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's so for, cool. For, for Anakin to actually say... <coughs> sorry. For Anakin to that, actually that's say... That's Grievous. Oh, that's, that's Grievous. the one. That's the one. Right, let's start again. Let's start again. Hello and welcome to... <laughs> no, but for Anakin Hello. to actually say something, you know, with a slight bit of intelligence like that, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, but... Do you know my thoughts on how Anakin was written in Attack of the Clones? He's well, a complete... Thick as two shot planks, wasn't he? <laughs> But he's a completely different character here. It's yeah. the character I always imagined and thought that he was when I'd watch, you know, A New Hope Empire and uh, Return of well, the he's, Jedi. He's the character from Clone Wars that we see in the animation. Yeah. Like, he is just the embodiment of that. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so cool. He's actually a Jedi. He's mm. actually a Jedi. He's not a whiny little Padawan. Jedi. Yeah. He's an actual Jedi. But yeah, them, them bringing it down, getting closer and closer to uh, Coruscant. And also, again... Chris, this is your thing, you know, world building. Hi. Oh, yeah. You get to see that a lot of the planet here. Yeah, which is awesome. Coruscant is the most impressive planet to yeah. look at, right? It's, it's absolutely amazing. Incredible. It's big sci-fi time. Yeah. And, yeah, and and speaking of that world building, this always really resonates with me because you get a sense of the scale of the ship that they're on, mm. this massive cruiser. Because you remember it breaks in half as they're yeah. coming in. And um, Obi-Wan says, uh, not to worry, we're still flying half a ship. Again, that's a brilliant line. I love this whole thing that Anakin is the intense one and Obi-Wan is like the, oh, it'd probably be fine. I'm yeah. not worried about it. It's going to be great. <laughs> but yeah, that the ship has been destroyed and yet they're still in a completely contained part of it that's still flying. Yeah. Shows how massive it is. The destruction hasn't even got to them yet. Yeah. It's miles long. Amazing. It, it's, it's really I actually fantastic. kind of saw that line, as Obi-Wan's line, as a bit of... Um, under pressure sarcasm you know when yeah. you're, you know you're gonna die it's, it's inevitable and you're kind of like oh god oh, yeah don't worry still got half a ship 
God, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah. That's Anakin's that trying well. to do his job. Just yeah, getting jabs from Obi Wan. Obi Wan. What are you adding to this situation? <laughs> the, best thing, the best thing is, is one is that Palps's face at the back is just. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I mean, imagine if he just he obviously didn't plan this bit. Isn't yeah. that incredibly clever? <laughs> what like what I plans. want to do, I want them to destroy the ship and then land it, but only half of the ship. <laughs> I've got this all planned out. I don't think you do. <laughs> but risky. like, imagine. Really risky. I mean, Palps is probably thinking, this could be the end of me. This could be the end of everything right now. I've everything that I've planned. But um, yeah, and then, you know, seeing the, I, I don't even know the name of the ships, but the, the, the almost... Uh, Fire engine ships. Oh, yeah. That come yeah, around. I mean, what, oh, who knows what they call them? I can't remember. Um, they're, they're fire engines. They're, they're, I think they just the call them fire truck. ships. Yeah. The fire truck. The, the fire truck eats its prey. <laughs> but like... <laughs> it, that's, sorry, that's a really OG that's family, family guy, guy live there. Yeah. <laughs> the ambulances will have to wait their turn. <laughs> I, I think it's a fire ship. That's what they call it. Yeah. That season five family guy I've just blasted out there. But um, yeah, and then it lands and all of the characters are just, all of their expressions are brilliant. And then yeah. Obi-Wan just does that oh incredible line of another happy landing whilst just Iconic. flicking his hair back. And I'm like, <sighs> God damn you. He's so cool. Yeah, he is so cool. I love Obi-Wan. It has that tinge of angry sarcasm. Yeah. That he's like, for God's sake, when yeah, can he... we ever have a mission that doesn't end like this? Yeah, you know? it's true. But as Mr. A, Cutting, isn't it? As an opening, yeah. it's, it's about what that, that bit. So we're about 20, 25 minutes into the film. Yeah. What an opening that oh. is. If it's you're not completely gripped by yeah. this point, then you're not yeah. human. This is like the yeah. best intro that we could have for a absolutely film. wow it sets it up incredibly yeah. yeah and and now we move on to so now we move on to pa, uh, padme's and uh, anakin's relationship and uh, anakin and padme <laughs> hide behind a, a big post thinking no one's gonna no one's gonna see us here. no just, no god no if we just have this chat completely still <laughs> they do um, kiss as well yeah that well as soon as they see each other she he yeah. picks her up and then they just make out if i was they're like 20 foot away the group it's just what left it's, it's bail organa that's just left him bail bail just turns around and goes oh actually anakin one second and then just sees that it's like <laughs> that's it but, uh, but yeah we find out padme is pregnant but already in this scene again i believe it more yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe this relationship more. I'm just like, okay. And the, the script as well, you know, because he's been, um, he's been away fighting in the, the Outer Rim, you know, for, for such a long time. And, <laughs> oh dear, come on. It was Chris, it he's, wasn't He's me. been fighting in the Outer Rim sieges for such a long time and he's finally come back. You see, all right, all right. Now, come on, Prior. <laughs> Prior, come Chris, on, mate. He's doing his eyebrows. <laughs> My eyebrows are very expressive. They are. <laughs> It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just joining in the conversation with his eyebrows. But yeah, Anakin has been fighting in the Outer Rim sieges. Not three and... times. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, you can see that there has been that time apart and the real, the passion that's between them. And we find out Padme's pregnant. And I'm going to throw this out there. Go on. This is Hayden Christensen's best reaction acting moment there is. 
Oh, do you think so? I absolutely do, because I see the the confusion in his head of if it's good, if it's bad, you know, what what he's he's thinking so many thoughts of um the weight of Padme being pregnant gives. But um but yeah, do do you not agree? Do you not think I think this is some lovely acting he does here. Oh yeah, I never really bought that that one reaction where he sort of like looks down and then he looks but like it's all a bit it feels a bit wooden to me. Okay, when when Chris said looks down, he meant look kind of uh you know, down in the distance, not really down at himself. He wasn't checking that he had the ability. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. But That's, yeah, yep. we, we find out that um Unfortunate. that Padme's pregnant and you know, this is where we realise, okay, she's got Luke and Leia inside her. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Sorry, that was not graceful. This is, is this is this is kicking up. Yeah, that was awful. The way I just said that. Yeah, really yeah. bad. But yeah, and now this is so the next couple of scenes as well. I love because these are the scenes where Anakin starts getting his dreams. He starts yeah. getting his nightmares, and obviously we now, you know, you don't notice it at first glance of watching this film, but you do later realize, okay, this was. Um, this was Palpatine. This was Palpatine's doing, giving him these dreams, making you know this. Oh, do you think so? I believe it was. It's it's um, I believe it's it's the fear. It's making Anakin really, really care and really. General <coughs> 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 Kenobi, <coughs> but really, you are a bold one. But really, you know, it, it's making him Hello, feel yeah. feel that emotion, feel the fear. I think he feels that anyway. I think that's Anakin's like big flaw. Do you not think this comes from Sidious then? I I don't think that he's like influencing him. I think Anakin is too powerful to not notice someone influencing him in with the force. I don't know. I agree. I I never saw that. And um, I would agree with Chris that, uh, you know, he's meant to be, be able to sense everything that goes on in that room. So, I mean, (laughs) She doesn't like me watching her, but I don't really? care. I'm going to carry on watching her anyway. <sighs> Horrendous. I don't know. So I've always thought that, not only in this film, but I thought uh, Sidious kind of like what happened in The Last Jedi, making the, the force connection between Kylo Ren and Rey. Let's not talk about those uh, terrible films too much. But um, I always thought that Palpatine was doing the same kind of thing here connecting Anakin to his mother, knowing that something is happening, knowing that she's in danger. And then, uh, same with this film, Anakin seeing um, the future being helped by Sidious. Because, you know, a, a lot is said in this film that the Jedi, their ability to use the Force has diminished. The Jedi yeah. in this film, compared to the Old Republic, are very weak. Yeah, they are. Right. They are very weak Jedi. I don't believe personally that Anakin actually has the ability at this point because the Force is so clouded have, by the dark a big side. Point there, especially later on in the yeah. film, we realise that. So yeah, I don't believe if Yoda can't even see the future, why the hell can Anakin do it? And I believe it's because Sidious has always planned this. He planned it all the way ages ago. Because I personally believe that Sidious and um, What's his face? Um, pigs. Obi-Wan. <laughs> Sidious and pigs. 
<laughs> Sidious, Wedge, and Biggs planned this out. <laughs> and meat pie. <laughs> and meat pie. Oh, yeah. But, you know, since I, I believe Sidious created Anakin. Oh, we're coming back to this. We're, we? we're coming this, back to it, but I believe... We love a contentious issue. It's been a real week of them. But, you know, I, I think this is it. And I think that's why... That I, I just keep having to harp back. There are so many quotes in this film by Mace Windu and Yoda that they have lost their power to use the Force. They are so weak. They can't see anything. Yoda being so... Especially now we see what he was like in the Clone Wars as well. You know, what he can do. He can't see anything really of what's going on. he can't even see Sidious when he's sitting in a room with him that's true but I mean Sidious is very good at cloaking himself obviously mm. he's had to be they all have had to be the Sith this is what this is a whole big theme of the film is that the Sith have have changed over time and adapted to their circumstances where there are literally two of them and there are 20,000 Jedi Knights at one mm. point. So like they wouldn't stand a chance. Obviously but, it doesn't matter. But that's why I think it's very different. That's why I think that the Jedi are so weak compared to, if you look at the old Republic, you look at the Sith Wars yeah. and stuff. There used to be 20,000 Sith and 20,000 Jedi and they would, you know, all fight. Whereas now, the Sith are so powerful, they can cloud the Jedi completely because they've had that thousand years of becoming even more powerful than they've ever been in existence. Yeah. No, I think they can, they can absolutely, there's an atmosphere of, of dark side energy which clouds the Force mm. and their ability to use the Force, absolutely, as you say. It's a direct quote. Our ability to use the Force is diminished and they decide not to tell the Chancellor. But Anakin is still an incredibly powerful Jedi Knight, incredibly powerful. As in, like, he's, he's, and we know that Yoda is older and more experienced, but like, if they were to go toe to toe, it's going to be close. Okay, but uh, and, so, uh, and Anakin has got a more rounded personality as yeah. well than Yoda, who is fixed in the past. Anakin is much more but tempestuous. I'll, I'll ask you this question then, Chris. Do you believe on, mate. that he is gaining that power from the light side or the dark side in this film? Anakin? Yeah. I think as he goes on. I don't. I don't think he's necessarily turned to the dark side before he no, does. But I think. I think. I. I think a lot of this film he doesn't even realize. I think if if we're going to go full on in depth with it, I. I think. Anakin, started using those powers. If you look at what he's like in the Clone Wars, he's a murderer. Like I'll be completely yeah. like in the Clone Wars, Anakin is a murderer. He doesn't do what the Jedi do. Even, you know, Qui-Gon, yeah. Windu, wouldn't do anything that Anakin has done. Obi-Wan has seen him murder people, seen him choke people and stuff. I like to choke people. But, like, <laughs> you know, he is, he uses a lot of anger and a lot of those kind of things. Personally, for me, I mean, it's just good to have a chat, but I think he's not necessarily using the light side a lot of the time i don't think he realizes it but i think he is in touch with the dark side yeah i think he's definitely much more in touch with the dark side than a lot of jedi and he's he's um like his his weaknesses are that he draws on his anger and his and, and all of these things and his rage and things like that but he's I, I think that for him to be consistently drawing on the dark side would flash up for the other Jedi, if you know what I mean. Like, Obi-Wan would be able to sense if he was using dark side powers. I, I don't think that that's a thing that he's doing. Like, he, at this point, I think he's holding back as much as he possibly can this this dark side creature, which is absolutely inside him and is desperate to get out. Mm. But he is, he's got a firm hold on it at this point. 
Unless Sidious is clouding the Jedi from seeing that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't see it. Well, we'll save this for another time, lads. <laughs> but yeah, what, so, you mean because we're 20 minutes into the film. And yeah. Anakin is having his uh, his dreams. Him and Padme are having these chats and stuff like that. You know, and, and you start to see Anakin, you know, saying, I won't let anything happen to you. And you see the drive behind those lines and stuff, you know, that he will do anything to stop yeah. any form of, you know, hurt coming towards Padme and stuff. But um, Dooku is dead and everyone thinks, oh, OK, well, this will, you know, really take the Clone Wars. We'll, we'll be able to end soon. And everyone's like, oh, well... Grievous is still alive. So the big thing that's mentioned here that the Jedi are against is emergency powers going mm. towards Palpatine. The Jedi are against it. This is where in the first first time really ever, because you don't really see it in the Clone Wars, that the Jedi notice something is slightly up with Palpatine. They know that his, um, what's the word? You know, when a president only has four years yeah, his term. His ter- they know his terms have ended, yet he's still yeah, there. There's, he's well beyond the terms. There's a point. lot of questions, including Obi-Wan, which is starting to question it as well. And this is where we see the council, you know, Obi-Wan. Well, no, there's a scene just before this where Palpatine says, I want you to be my personal representative on the Jedi Council. Now, this is the first time we see Palpatine interfering Mm. With at Hogwarts it, at Hogwarts yeah and the, the Dementors are everywhere but, <laughs> but, but Palpatine is now trying to interfere he knows that he wants to put doubt between the Jedi Council and Anakin mm. and then we have these incredible performances that come out from Hayden Christensen that he's not allowed to be a Jedi Master but he's allowed on the Council it's big stuff this is outrageous Snap there. <laughs> Sit down. I always love that moment from Mace. She's a badass. But yeah. yeah. But what about the Wookiees on Kashyyyk? Is, uh, is uh, the main storyline on this film. What about the Wookiees on Kashyyyk? <laughs> Kiari Mundi there. Kiari Mundi. And also in, in this film we get to meet even more and more of the Jedi and start to kind of, you know, sync up relationships between the other masters and stuff like mm. that. But that's obviously a setup for 66. But... um. But yeah, now Palpatine is trying to get involved. The Jedi notice something is slightly up and they personally get Obi-Wan to ask Anakin to spy on Palps. Yeah. This is where, this is probably the first time that it happens that you know something is going to go wrong. This is the start of the end. I mean, yeah, absolutely. They, they don't. This will be an interesting what if, actually. If if the council had made Anakin a master at this point and shown the faith in him, what would have happened differently? Yeah. Because um, they say that they don't want to promote him because uh, because he's emotional and he's not ready and he's he's tempestuous and all these things that we've already talked about. And Obi Wan says in response to this, when they're talking about asking him to spy on the Chancellor, that. Uh, he won't be good at that and he he doesn't do what he's told he does what he thinks is right yeah he follows his own moral compass essentially and um and so like he's broken all sorts of he's a bit of a captain america really he like at this point um he he's broken all his rules he rescued obi-wan a million yeah. times 
when he was told not to. And he says that he's just incredibly honest and loyal. And uh, if it breaks him and Palpatine's friendship, which he's valued over the years, like that could be really, really bad for Anakin and mm. for the rest of the Jedi because of the repercussions it could have. He turns out being absolutely right. Obi-Wan is outvoted. And so he has to ask him because Obi-Wan does follow the rules. Yeah. And then from that scene, we then get one of the greatest scenes in Star Wars history. Oh, big. Go on. We get to go to a night at the opera. Oh, this is a great scene. Now, we're, oh, oh, oh. oh my God. I, I could talk. This could be a whole podcast just talking about this scene. But It at, comes out of nowhere as well. But, but do you know that the story is, is that this, was, this scene was originally meant to be again in Palpatine's office. Oh, yeah. And um, they started saying, well, why don't we just put it somewhere else? Yeah. And with um, Ian McDermott being a theatre actor, Ian McDermott said, why don't we just set a scene, you know, at the theatre? And George was like, I like that idea. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then we're at the opera. So straight away, we're in a completely different scenario than we've ever been in, in any Star Wars film. We know they have entertainment, which is, you know, a really <laughs> we know from Jabba's palace they have entertainment oh, hello yeah. hello He's jumping on it but um yeah boys do you want to know what they call jazz in uh, star wars oh, it's jizz isn't it oh. it's jizz <laughs> who allowed george lucas to make that decision that's george just going I bet this would be really um, funny. <laughs> I I don't know if it was a slang word back then, was it? I think surely. What's a what's a jizz slang word for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should go into it. Yeah. Any, anyway, but yeah. The, anyway. this scene is incredible. When uh, he comes to Anakin comes in and sits down, and Palps tells everyone to leave. Now we could go through this scene line by bloody line. I won't. We could. Because... You won't. <laughs> because it, it would take too long. But the fantastic... Um, oh, God, I don't even know how to properly say it, but just the... The way you can see Palpatine's mind is working... Yeah. ...is incredible. He knows exactly... This is, again, another thought why I think Palpatine is giving is making these nightmares happen because Palps knows exactly what Anakin is going through and knows the exact nerves to hit when he says, save someone he loves from dying. Snape's popped in, is he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Turn to pay. But like, I, I, I think he knows because he's, he's, he's putting up all the slight comments that slightly relate to everything that Anakin is going through and you can see Anakin's mind working and also this is where we first hear of Darth Plagueis the wise, the wise. he actually says um, if you want to use the uh, the dark side of the force it can bewitch the mind and <laughs> the senses <laughs> yeah yeah I think my I think that I think you're right about Palpatine like so he's he's moving incredibly subtly here right like in everything that he does there's no there's no big bold strokes for anakin to notice it's all very very gently molding him and you get that feeling that he's been doing this all of anakin's adult life yeah all the way through and i think my response to the the force thing again here would be 
He knows Anakin incredibly well. He Palpatine himself is an incredibly powerful force user. Yeah. So he, I think he can read Anakin from the outside and not have Anakin detect him. I think that's what I would say to that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and this it, ongoing duel that we've stumbled into across this film, James. It, it could, it, it could one hundred percent be that. But how good is it that this film is making us actually think those thoughts? Yes. Yeah. Would Attack of the Clones ever have made us think that? God no! Oh. It's made me think some things, but not, <laughs> but not actual interesting storylines. Like, oh, I love R 2s rockets. They're lovely. Oh, it's incredible. I think he does it on purpose because he knows Padme is just a big fan of rockets. That's it. But the R2 droids are very underpowered in this day and age. <laughs> and she's absolutely blown away by his power and things. Oh, wow. She's loved it. I'm going to keep this. expression on her face. I'm going to keep this droid forever. But, um, <laughs> my God, this scene is just so good. We hear of Darth Plagueis the Wise for a f- the first time. You know, I mean, there's so much mystery. So much mystery against, yeah. um, but he is canon. Um, he is canon. He is canon, f- uh, for ages before this film is, is canon before um, uh, Phantom Menace that he trained um, Sheev and they planned out together the um, uh, Palpatine to become a chancellor and stuff. So in Star Wars canon, Sheev has meant to have killed. I use so many different names for Sidious. Sheev, Palps, oh, Palpatine, Sidious. Sheev's a dreadful name. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder he just goes by Palpatine. But it, but it's all a plan that they make together yeah. to infiltrate. And it's meant to be between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones when uh, Palpatine betrays and kills um, Plagueis. Oh, I thought it was during Phantom Menace. Oh, it could have been during. I think it's towards the end of it. It's definitely not before. No, no, it's not, because he is still the apprentice officially at the start, which is fascinating to think about anyway. That that Palpatine is an apprentice. Yeah. But but yeah, that's... um, There's so many theories, so many incredible theories that would have been incredible in the sequels films, but hippity, 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 hippity. I honestly thought that's where it was going. Until Snoke died in Last Jedi, I was like, oh, he's coming. It's Plagueis. It's 100% Plagueis. And you know what? It it wouldn't have been fan service if they did say it was Plagueis because we would have been like, how is that fan service when it's come from one line? Yeah. Yeah, in, yeah, in the original canon of the film. Yeah, absolutely. It's come from one line. It's not fan service. It's an incredible yeah. character. It's awesome. But um, but yeah, but what what a scene. Um, oh, I think this is some of Hayden Christensen's best acting. Just him listening to Palpatine and being affected. I do like and it, but a, Ian McDermott's performance oh, just amazing blows me away. I mean, and it's so got we are go all on, on the same page when we say that Hayden's best work is him listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's a real skill in itself. Yeah, yeah, it is. as we yeah. all know, there are actors who will who will not. No, yeah. I was um, great here on Buddy, man. I don't know. What... Are you on Buddy? I was for two days. Yeah. Oh, fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah. But th- this um this has got that trailer line in it. Um, when Anakin says, "Is it possible to learn this power?" and Palpatine says, "Not from a Jedi." Oh. <sighs> Stra- this trailer was amazing. Straight away, we're, I mean, we're we're halfway through the film and we're like, oh. All the pawns have been set up right now. <sighs> yeah, it's all yeah, been yeah, yeah. set up. Something is, motion. something is going to go down. And the next, the next thing to go down 
is Obi-Wan leaving. And I think <sighs> this is th- this is the reason. This is the yep. reason. Obi-Wan leaving, Sidious knows, I've got him. I've got him. Palpatine he- sends him away. He yeah. requests that it's Obi-Wan that goes. Yeah. And it, he, he knows that that's how, that's how it could all fall apart. Because the only Jedi that Anakin truly, truly trusts is Obi-Wan. He knows that Mace yeah. Windu, Yoda, all of them, they don't trust Anakin. They know that he's reckless. No. They, they don't want him really anywhere near most of the, the big stuff. And uh, yeah, Obi-Wan is sent to Utapa. Okay, you happy now? Utapa. And, um, you know, we have some in- incredible moments over at uh, Utapa. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, him going down to that the, the deep chasm hole hive-like uh, place in Utapa uh, is, is fantastic. Also, we meet Cody. Yeah, lovely. Great, Cody. Love Cody. Go on. Go on, uh, Pryor. Cody Simpson. That's Agent Cody Banks, mate. Yeah. Oh, I love Agent Cody Banks. Do your impression. Well, I'm not, I'm not a performing monkey, mate. It's on uh, <laughs> Fiverr. It costs 10, 10 quid to get that done. Only a tenner. I'll route around see what we can do. No, I'm joking. I'm getting paid a lot more for that. But if you just want a little bit, it's a tenner here. All right. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to do a little bit? I'm going to have to pay a tenner, but go on. What, what what line do you want? What? Well, you know the film. No, give me give me a line and I'll say it. I forgot Cody's line, Chris. What's Cody's line again? I mean, I can't. It's I can't like remember what they the say. droids are set up here. That's pretty good. Yeah, something That's like good, that. I can't beat that. Um, the droids are set up here. That's all I've yeah, got. Yeah, that's big. Fair, so it's that, pretty good. That's very good. It really is. <laughs> that was a, worth the wait. That's a t-shirt. Thank God. Yeah, that's a t-shirt. Done. Set that right up. Um, <laughs> get that out. If anyone's listening, our website uh, by the time you listen to this is out. But uh, we'll get we'll get back to that later on. We'll get back to that later on. But it is out. Make sure you go there and uh, and buy some of our merchandise because it's cool as hell. But um, <laughs> yeah, we are now in the running order. Obi Wan has left. Anakin is there, left on his own. He's going back and forth now between. Um, Palpatine, who's saying, uh, you know, the Jedi Order don't trust you, that and and that he sees the greatness in him of what he should be, that he should be more powerful, or already is more powerful than Master Yoda, and then you know he goes to Yoda and meditates with him and tells him about his dreams and stuff like that, and straight away you see oh, Anakin's going back and forth. He has this confusion. In, yeah, in his... Yoda tells him that um, they have to let go. Yeah, like that's 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 the solution. It's the to hold on to things and possession is the path to the dark side. Yeah. So you have to just let go of possession, which obviously for Anakin is the opposite of what he wants to hear. <laughs> He's like, this is what Yoda's got to offer me. It's yeah. pathetic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I mean, this is where as well, you know, there is some understanding that I have that the Jedi aren't as incredible as people say they are. They yeah. are, personally, you know, I think they are flawed because they Absolutely. don't let emotions actually affect them. They block yeah. them out and emotions are, you know, that's how you react to stuff. I, I think, mean, let's be honest, the Jedi, if they had their way, if you had a family member, you go, my family member's dying. They go, nah, forget about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. But and you're like, are you joking? But th- it's so different from when you look at the Old Republic and how the Jedi yeah. are there. They are this incredible, you know, known as these almost godlike people, yeah. you know, that do care, that do want to yeah. save everybody, you know, that they are these actual protectors. 
Whereas yeah. the Jedi here, they have become almost slightly selfish and they stuff. Are selfish. Yeah. Definitely. They it, are. And we've said before that if they were in a different film and we didn't know that they were the Jedi, they could very easily be the villains. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're yeah. all about repression. Yeah. There's, a, there's another great question that uh, I shall ask you guys. But now Please. we're going to head over oh. to uh, Abby from Star Wars Parallels, who I had a lovely chat with earlier Hold in the on. day. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a little. Uh, oh, well, I am. Not you guys. You guys weren't. Can there. we not come? No, you can't come. Hey, Chris, huh. we'll sit this one out, but I'll tell you what, mate. Roll the VT. Roll it. Da, 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 da. So I'm joined with Abby here from Star Wars Parallels. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> so <laughs> so what we're here to talk about is Revenge of the Sith. Um, I kind of want to know your thoughts on Revenge of the Sith. Why suddenly has it become a much bigger film than it used to be? And uh, why, yeah, why, like, I, I gave you my uh, top nine list, and it's my number one. Why do you think there's been this massive resurgence in Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, it, it is a lot of people's number one as of late. And I, I don't know, it, I think it's partly because maybe the prequel generation have grown up and we have more dominance over social media because social media is kind of our age group. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I may, maybe the Clone Wars. I think the Clone Wars has a lot to do with it. That really upped Anakin's character and Obi-Wan's character. Mm. Um, That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. The, I've been a fan of it the whole time. I was never, I never, you know, hated it one time and then got around it later. I've always loved it. So it's interesting to see people just suddenly get around it. Yeah. But in saying that, it's a good movie, so people should get around it. It's such <laughs> a good film. Yeah, I, I think it's – I think you've, uh, you've got something quite interesting there because The Clone Wars, you know, there was this massive ma- – for it, for it coming back for its final season, everyone thinking, oh, okay, is it going to do what The Clone Wars films did? Is it going to get – close to you know the battle of coruscant and you know is it going to link them both together and it did it in such an incredible way yeah where it it brought ahsoka's character out so much and her relationship towards obi-wan and anakin and the you know those lovely scenes in the clone wars where ahsoka can tell something is different with anakin Mm. And has mm. those conversations. I, I think they they did it so well because I think a lot of people expected it to to intertwine or overlap a lot with Revenge of the Sith, but I think they they found that balance just perfectly because mm. really it was the Siege of Mandalore was the last few episodes, so they wanted to end the story about Ahsoka and Rex. People needed to know where they were going to end up. Mm. So I think ending it with them was almost more profound than, you know, just ending it the same as what we saw in Revenge of the Sith. Like, yeah. I liked to see that other aspect that we didn't get to see. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's really cool to know that Anakin also... Because now, when whenever I watch Revenge of the Sith now, I always think that Anakin has those thoughts of Ahsoka in the back yeah. of his head as well. Yeah. And now we've sure. got Ahsoka's storyline that could go anywhere now. Obviously, she needs to get to mm. Rebels, but... 
it can it can go in so many different places and just to have such a cool character like incredibly cool character that's coming back yeah. in Mandalorian and stuff like it's exciting times but Revenge of the Sith what is your favorite moment from this film oh and it's big <laughs> it's a big question put me on the spot <laughs> um i i i love when it's that last scene between Anakin and Obi-Wan mm. and it sort of just, you know, may the force be with you and you sort of realize, well, shit, like that is the last time that, that, that they're together. Yeah. That, and I feel like the first half of the movie, it's so, it's not wholesome, but it's, it's like, you see how well they work together when they're rescuing the chancellor yeah. and then it's that. And then, you know, after they say goodbye, you know it's just downhill from there. And it's so good and it's so bad all at once. Yeah. It's just, yeah, so too many emotions. But, yeah, I'd say that that moment is pretty significant. Yeah, it's, it, it's weirdly as well, because I'd like to ask you about your thoughts on Hayden Christensen in this film compared to Attack of the Clones. Because mm. obviously there's some... There's some big, big thoughts in the whole, uh, in the Star Wars fandom of Hayden Christensen. But personally, for me, I think he's absolutely incredible in this film. Well, I know that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, why is he so whiny in Attack of the Clones? And I'm, I've, I read, either read or watched an interview about Hayden's conversations with George Lucas. And even Hayden was saying, you know, why, why does he have to be so whiny, you know? Mm. And then George was like, it's, it's the age group. We were all like that at that age, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so, it's just reflects and represents what George is so good at, just imitating life. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he is whiny, but it's like, we're all like that at one point in yeah. our lives, so don't don't hate on him. <laughs> and we also, we also need to point out you're a very big Attack of the Clones fan. Yes, I have a bias, <laughs> so <laughs> you're asking yeah. the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in, in Revenge of the Sith, this is going to be a hard question as well. What scene in Revenge of the Sith do you dislike the most? Oh, that's hard. Mm. That is really hard. Do you mean dislike from... a like a film critic point of view or yeah, I, just I've, it's so it's so hard to watch oh actually goodness me you're better yeah. than me i'd say both <laughs> like yeah like, okay in, in the films what what when you're sitting there and you go oh god is this bit again i have to get through this bit you know what, yeah what, yeah what gives you that, that kind for of me for me that would definitely be um just watching anakin in <laughs> turmoil between like do i kill Palpatine or do I kill Mace Windu? It's still so hard to watch because I'm sitting there and I just, I'm like screaming at the TV, like, don't do it, don't do it. And you just know that he's going to do it. Yeah. Um, do, you ever just sit there and think, is... do you ever just sit there and think though that maybe this time you watch the film, it won't happen? <laughs> like, Every time. I, I do it sometimes. I'm, I'm just sitting there going, in the back of my head, just going, oh, maybe, maybe Mace will just get up. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. Mason, Mason. I always think that. Oh. 
it's, there's so, so many possibilities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I find that scene so much harder to watch than um, Order 66. I mean, I'm, I'm sobbing during that 66, but it's just something is so frightening about when Palpatine makes that final transition into the Emperor mm. and it's like, yep, it's the end for me. <laughs> it's, just all, it's just the beginning of just dark times. Yeah, it's uh, it's really hard because especially when you've got like Palpatine, just a, such an incredible character anyway. So you do like him, you do love yeah. to watch everything that he does, everything that he says. But at the same time, and his his quotes are so lyrical uh, as well. Yeah, it it's it's. I mean, you can quote that entire. Film. I was I was just about to, but I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not no, now. I love it when he's like, and we shall have peace. It's so yeah. just menacing. And he brings it down. We shall have peace. Yes. Just like, oh, exactly. God damn. <laughs> but also, so this, this is uh, just uh, one of the final questions I'll just love to you. Because I'm, uh, I'm starting to get interested in, in this kind of idea. Do you think under the empire there was actually peace? I, I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. But again, I am very biased towards everything light side and the Jedi and whatnot. Um, But yeah, even I'm reading Lost Stars at the moment and just the, the amount of just empire propaganda and how, kids have been raised just to think that these guys are, you know, the saviors of the universe. Yeah. It's just mind blowing to think that. Yeah. And even in that scene when he's like the new galactic empire and everyone's applauding and I'm just, Oh, it's so that's another scene that's so hard to watch. So I, yeah, I I don't think that there was, he might've, yeah, he ended the Clone Wars, but what what was about to come was so much worse. <laughs> so, yeah, and also he yeah. invented the Glen, the Clone Wars as well. Like exactly, so it, it, I don't it all think does any any him. good, no, no good was coming out of that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining me on this uh, podcast. That's okay. Thanks it, for having me. This has been absolutely lovely, guys. Uh, if you can please go and follow uh, Star Wars Parallels on Instagram. That would be lovely. Check out all of her stuff. Because your thing is to, which I find quite interesting as well, is to put parallels between the different films. Yeah. And there, there's lots for, for Revenge of the Sith, that's so, for sure. So do you very much kind of, you know, George Lucas always said that kind of line, I want the films to rhyme. <laughs> you know. That was good. That was a good impression. <laughs> but like, but like just, just before we go, like in in, mm-hmm. in Revenge of the Sith, what parallels do you actually see them between not just the OGs, but in the sequels as well? Oh, well, the most significant one for the for the original trilogy is um, with the the same scene with Anakin choosing between Palpatine and Mace Windu is the same in in Return of the Jedi when Vader's choosing between his son and the Emperor. It's, it's pretty much the exact same theme, mm. just with different outcomes. So I think that's definitely one of my favorite parallels. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
sequel trilogy. You put, <laughs> you put me on the spot. <laughs> um, I mean, in terms of parallels on a physical level, I'd say in um, The Rise of Skywalker when Rey goes back to Tatooine, every time I watch that, I just can't not think about Anakin on Tatooine and Luke on Tatooine. And mm. I know that's not Revenge of the Sith, but yeah, you, you, get, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think more... Mm, yeah, more more sequels are more on the visual parallels rather than the the means and messages. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, uh, do you, do you think that's probably because it's more J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson and stuff? You know, it's not actually George Lucas doing it. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, George. I mean, he created the original trilogy, so he his mind is pretty much the entire scope of that what intertwines and what works and what reflects each other. Yeah. Whereas um, Ryan and JJ are looking at, looking at it from kind of an external point of view. So, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, fantastic. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. This has been lovely. And uh, yeah, and now we'll go back to, the uh, the boys. <laughs> That's really See what I mean? We had a lot of fun. Oh, you did, didn't we? We had a lot amazing. of fun there. We oh, had a lot wow. of fun. <sighs> but I, th- I think it's uh, it, what a lovely thing. Thank you very much, Abby, for uh, coming Cheers, on our, our podcast. Yeah, that was really cool. Please do check out Star Wars Parallels on um, uh, Instagram. Instagram. Goodness me! But she <laughs> talked about a lovely moment, which is parallel to um, uh, Return. Return of the Jedi. Oh, lovely. Um, which is, I mean, we're just about to come up to this scene now, so we may as well talk about it, is when Anakin finally realises that Palpatine is actually, that you're the Sith Lord. He finally realises, and this is opening the gates. You've opened the floodgates now for everything. And it's that little circling motion that they have. And Anakin... Um, ignites his lightsaber just like vader does in return of the jedi behind um luke anakin does the same behind palpatine and again it's anakin choosing between the one he loves padme and uh you know an almost father figure obi-wan or you know joining sidious and very much vader in um return of the jedi is choosing between the son that he loves or Sidious. Yeah. There is, You're absolutely right. There is that's, some, that's really interesting. There is some lovely parallels in this scene between, yeah. um, between both of the films. And that's, you know, what George does. They've, the films rhyme. They rhyme. Yeah. And he's, look, he's right. You can't fault that. And that scene that we talked about, it so long ago now, but I was trying to think which one you were talking about. The scene on Endor when Lucas surrendered. And yeah, and we we attach so much weight to that scene on our rewatch and our discussion because it's you're absolutely right. It's it's a pivotal pivotal moment. I have never connected the two in my mind, yeah. but I'm now going to think about it for the rest of the evening. And again, it 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 pretty much comes at the same point uh, in both films. Yeah, opening it's the that final act. Point. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then Anakin runs back. You know, runs back to uh, <laughs> Master Windu. <laughs> Master Windu. Master Windu. Um, there's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> What's we going to do? <laughs> too many of what? Sith Lords. 
I don't think there are. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, and then he goes back to uh, Windu. And this, I mean, there's so many moments where you could go, what if in this film? You know, the, yeah, you're right. The moment of, you know, what if Windu went, okay, all right, let's go and get him. Instead of keeping Anakin in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, letting Anakin think. I mean, so let's talk about this beautiful, beautiful scene we have of Padme <sighs> staring out the window and Anakin staring out the window, knowing that Mace and three other Jedi are on their way to arrest um, yeah. uh, Palpatine. Knowing in his heart, Anakin, knowing that Mace is going to kill him. Yeah, he's, and this is his chance of saving Padme, yeah. which he is just, he's hes made the choice to come back and to tell the Jedi. And he, so he has done it. He's thrown away yeah. Padme's life. And again, it's an amazing scene. Hayden Christensen doing some fantastic acting without saying any lines. Thank God. Which which is, is beautifully done. <laughs> but the um, the score in this bit, oh, in this wonderful. moment, it goes on, it goes, goes on for about a minute. Yeah. And the score is incredible. And just the, the cinematography of it. Yeah, just, it's bold. There's so much bold stuff yeah. like that. Like this and the opera are two scenes you would never dream of being in a Star Wars film. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, uh, it's, it's beautifully done. And then suddenly that scene finishes and then we just hear the sliding doors. And then the hard hitting music comes in. And you know, okay, well, this, this is it then. This is it. We're here. As a viewer, you're just thinking, it's all going to kick off. It's beginning of the end. Mace just comes up to him with their uh, three other incredibly talented Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best fighters in the order. Oh, they are. No Ma- less. Mace picked the three best ones. I'm glad oh, he did. Thank God he did. I'm glad he did, yeah. Thinking, you know what? We're going for a Sith Lord. You three. You three. They were probably just... <laughs> E3, yeah. <laughs> They're just what like, are you doing? <laughs> just, uh, just cleaning out the bins. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, They're come the on. librarians working with that old woman. That's what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, oh, you brought her along, my God. We've never fighting before. Oh, you're Jedi, aren't you, though? Well, yeah, technically. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> come with me. We'll leave it, Chris. We haven't got enough time. Yeah, no, we haven't got time to go over that. Okay. <laughs> well, what did I say? Don't worry. You said, you said fighted, mate. Oh, goodness, me. Oh, God. But we'll leave it. We'll, we'll, um, we'll do wait, wait. Let, let's just later. let's just edit that, and we'll edit it, and I'll go fought. There you are. Okay, great, great. I know. I'll then but, replay the line. I know, and... <laughs> I know Chris will will sort that out for me. He um, will. Don't worry. He I'm won't. right on it. But it is kicking off, and Mace, you know, has placed Palpatine under arrest, and uh, we have some. Well, I mean, he's tried to, isn't he? Wait, he's not. Well. No, he's not I really am succeeded. The Senate. That's Are the they thing. under arrest when you're fighting with them with swords? Well, no. I don't know. He's trying to. He's trying to arrest him. He's trying. I, I always expected arrest from music notation to be on top of Palpatine. <laughs> Awful. I'll edit that out. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh that. goodness me. But yeah, and then <laughs> can we take a moment to talk about Mace Windu? Who? Because Mace, this Mace is who? His, Mace Windu. Because this is his moment. Right. right? Okay. Wait. You can't have a go at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, right. what you, you think it, it should be Windu? Way. Yeah. It, yeah. it is. That's how it's said. I mean, I think I've heard both. You, you say it like fondue. <laughs> yes. Mace Windu, not Mace yeah, Windu. Delicious. Okay, fine. He let's is delicious, to, to be fair. Let's take, let's take a moment to talk about Mace Windu. Thank you. How about that? Yeah. So, please. Uh, we know that his, he, he's using Form 7, his lovely Varpad style, which he's developed himself, right? Very exciting, which is the reason that he can go blow to blow with Palpatine. Um, but he can't overcome him. <laughs> 
ridiculous. There's two puns there. Yeah, there were quite a few actually. But but he can't defeat him. Like he's not his his even his incredible um, sword mastery can't defeat him because Palpatine is too strong. But it's this Shatterpoint power that he has, Mm. which allows him to see. Um, into people and into situations and work out where their their weak spots are and where like um, situations will turn. So he sees that Anakin is the shatter point of this whole situation for a yeah. start. Uh, on a smaller level, how he destroys Sidious's lightsaber, um, at least in the books, is that he he sees its small shatter point. Like it's a really weird force power that we've not been introduced to before, and we're, it's not really introduced in the film, but it's all bubbling away in the background. It's really, really cool. But um, Mace Windu is this uh, incredible, incredibly powerful character, right? The youngest Jedi Master, all this, youngest of the Council, all of this stuff. But he's also and second in command, isn't he? Has he taken over again? I know it's back and forth between the two. One yeah. of them's Master of the Order, one of them's Grand Master. Yeah, I think... I they think both it, had it. I think in this, he's Master of the Order. Is he? Yeah, and uh, Obi-Wan's Grandmaster. Obi-Wan is, is he? Uh, Obi-Wan is. Uh, Yoda, yeah. He's been promoted. He has. Yeah. Well deserved, well deserved. They put Yoda in the bin. He's far too old. Yeah, oh God, Jesus. Well but done, yeah. Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> but so this, this incredible fight is going on and Mace Windu senses Anakin's approach. They both do. And he knows that he is the absolute key to the whole thing. Right, this is his special gift that yeah. we're being introduced to at the end. But yeah, do carry on. <laughs> oh, I it thought you really felt like you were going. Yeah, I thought you were going. Oh somewhere. no, I just wanted to give us context on, yeah. on Mace Windu. But um, yeah, and then we get it's treason then, and then oh, okay, yeah, fine. Blam. I was actually a bit beyond. That. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I think I think it was prior that said that it's treason then, and then you just went. Right, let's talk about Mace Windu. All right, <laughs> I okay. prior moment. I'm sorry. My line was. I am the Senate. Ah, okay. Well, he says Lovely it's line. treason then, and then not and then blams out his lightsaber. Also, Mace, the... Wind... <laughs> Mace Windu was not expecting him to use the famous tornado roll that he does. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and Full. and, and also the, the squeal. <laughs> 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 he learned that from Binks. Yeah, Darth Binks. He learned that from. <laughs> no, no one, no one really uses that anymore, other than than Jar Jar and him. <laughs> but um yeah and then just goes from takes out the three jedi who are just so pathetic <laughs> it's ridiculous they're, they're just so pathetic even their moans <laughs> i think the choreography guy had a day off and they went right yeah we've got film we, we can do this boys we can do this. yeah <laughs> we do it ourselves but um how i i, I do I know there's there's a, a few people say it is quite bad, but I love the choreography between Sidious and um, Mace Windu. Obviously, yeah, Ian McDermott cool. isn't the most incredible, you know, uh, mover. But well, he's, not, <laughs> he's, he's not really there. He's CGI. No, it's well, CGI. Yeah, it's, it's CGI, but they originally asked him to try. Uh, oh, right, different, different things because that poor old man he was have you seen the, leave him alone have you seen the story of him at Derma when he talks about um when he saw obi-wan not obi-wan you mcgregor and hayden christensen uh oh, yeah, training yeah. for their final fight and he, he says they get, you guys should take sorry. it on tour yeah yeah, yeah. He says it like that he was in because he was also training for that day for his <laughs> fight with uh sam jackson <laughs> <laughs> he went he went, I have not done my homework. <laughs> yeah. He's the classic hit, Ben Pryor. Hit, yeah. 
it's me, you boys come in, Anakin and Obi-Wan, and I come in and I go, boys, I've done very little research. Oh, God, yeah, but, um, but I mean, it is great. I mean, when you see Sidious fight uh, Maul in the Clone Wars, oh, yeah. you, you do see little heart moments. You know, he bounces off everything, and it's, it's, it's incredible. But um, what I'd like to ask you is, did he purposely put himself... Um, oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say here? Did he yeah. purposely f- lose the fight against Mace Windu to use it as a bargaining kind of tool to get Anakin to kill Mace Windu? Do you think that happened? Or do you think Mace actually disarmed him? God, Pry, this is your area. How? <laughs> if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm honest, I actually think he must have um, feigned it, if you will. I think I don't think he would have lost and I think it was part of his master plan to have Anakin make the decision it was all that his whole plan was to have Anakin consciously make the decision to turn against the Jedi because if he would have just beaten Mace Anakin would have still been on the fence about everything and would have still been you know I haven't killed anyone I'm still a Jedi when he killed Mace he is no longer a Jedi and that was the pivotal Mm. point that Sidious wanted from Anakin Mm. and so it had to happen like that it must have been part of the plan yeah, yeah. No, I think I agree. It's like he's playing an incredibly high stakes game, yeah. but he's put all of his um, eggs in Anakin's <laughs> basket. <laughs> and Anakin just runs in with a little Red Riding Hood <laughs> basket. <laughs> but Chris, he's you are better than that. You've got chops for days. You've got a better pun than that. Achieve! I've, I've got, got your eggs. I wasn't trying to put a pun in place here. Uh, <laughs> But look, this is what's happened. He's he's completely banking on Anakin turning at this point, right? Like he's done he's done all the groundwork for like twenty years, and he's like, surely this is going to come off. So I I always used to really resist this, and I used to think that Mace did beat him. I'm still not completely convinced that Mace wouldn't have won, but I think Palpatine must mm. let his guard down a little bit, even though he's not as good like a swordsman necessarily as as Mace, uh, and certainly not Anakin. Um, it's like uh, yeah, it feels like he would be able to take Mace. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I I have, I have a feeling that that I mean it's mainly just planned. He, I think he know, yeah. They both know Anakin's coming. Uh, yeah. He know Palpatine knows if he looks like he hasn't got the the upper hand that that Mace is just there to murder him and stuff. It will just it will make him think what's the right thing to do. Yeah. And stuff, and then yeah, so Anakin comes in. There's uh, some fantastic lines set out by Sam Jackson. They're both going against each other and stuff. They're both, they've both realised, like you said, Chris, Anakin is the key to this and they're both yeah. trying to win him over. And then... Oh, go on. We just have the... Oh, go on. We have the, Be a mate. <laughs> come go on, on, lad. But we have that pinnacle moment which creates everything that comes after this film. Unlimited power, yeah. Oh no, I was thinking about the glass just breaking. I'm just thinking about breaking his window. Oh, that's dreadful, isn't it? Yeah, his mace window. That's disgusting, That's Master not how it's said. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Oh, I, I don't know what joke I was going to say then. Anyway, but yeah, Anakin chops off Mace Windu's arm. Ironic. Um, and then. Sheev blasts him with 
Force Light, Force Lightning, um, just sen- oh 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 <laughs> sends him out, and it's also been um, said by George Lucas, not Disney, but George Lucas has said, uh, "May survived that fall." Yeah. That's interesting, isn't I it? I was actually going to say, boys, we should do a what if Mace Windu isn't dead. So maybe we can have Well, it, Look, it's, still you all, never know. it's still all completely open, to be fair. It, I mean, yeah. it, it could be a Mandalorian thing that comes up. You never Samuel know. L. Jackson wants to come back. Oh, he really does. He has said that. Like, I, I think it's that's 100% a possibility that he could come back. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. We've seen Sam Jackson do some big jumps in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, you know, and I mean, let's be honest, with Mandalorian, as you say, the A-listers that are already part of that true. at the moment, he could easily come back in it and fit perfectly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We know Ahsoka's yeah. coming. Yeah, exactly. And, and she's been around for a while. And uh, Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it could easily, easily happen, which I, I would adore. But now... I'd love to see that. Mace is dead. We now Do you see... want to hear Mace's last thoughts as well, as I'm, I'm doing a last thoughts thing? Is it? Yeah. Mm. Well, bugger me. <laughs> <laughs> he is brummy as well. Oh yeah, he turned, well that's his natural accent. So he's like, oh, he, he lets the real, the um, the fake one slip for a moment as he yeah. dies. I've been in no, that, thinks... I've been in that lamp for so long. I'm bent out of all recognition. <laughs> all recognition. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Think of our poor American listeners. Sorry. They're like, what the hell is going on? Oh, Sorry. It's Look, his last young. thought was. Uh, he 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 knew like he recognised that Anakin was the shatter point of that situation and what Sidious was up to, but he'd never looked for what Anakin's shatter point was, and it was his desire to save Padme yeah. at any cost above all other th- other things. And um, had he realised that, he would have handled the situation differently. And he only realises it in this moment when because he never would have expected Anakin to go that far and to betray him. Yeah, which is so so interesting. That's another what if. Yeah, we've had we've had like five massive ones in the last five minutes of well, this that, film. It's amazing. That's, that's the thing. This storyline and this whole plot is is so good that so many moments could easily change the entire Star Wars saga. Yeah, absolutely. But now uh, we see Sidious, and we see his face has been absolutely oh. melted and burnt up, and we go, "Okay, audible. There he is. This is the Sidious that we grew up with thirty years prior to this." Yeah. You know, this is this is this is big. <laughs> this is big. I have been wondering, like, I've been because he never looked like him at all. I was like, is it some sort of force mask that he's just sustaining, or is something going to happen? So that was like yeah. a small thing that I was interested in seeing. How does his face get ruined? And it was Mace Window deflecting all of his unlimited power. Sam Jackson, unlimited, <laughs> and and uh, Anakin is almost knighted as. Darth Vader. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good one. German for father. I've got a feeling that may <laughs> they may come into fruition at some point. <laughs> this might just come in handy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he is now Darth Vader. He is sent to the Jedi Temple to kill all of the Jedi because they have betrayed the Republic. They are traitors. Which, I mean... Like I said, I mean, you can sell the Jedi as that thing. I mean, not the children, though. Leave the children. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the children more. <laughs> the children of the future, mate. You've got to stamp them out. They're going to be even worse. <laughs> Get them done. Master Skywalker. <laughs> there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's Chris's favourite moment. If we're all it. if we're all in that Bruce situation, it. I think we'd all ignite our lightsabers and go, "Oh, s- this kid." God. Oh God. But um, yeah. We'll so he out. he marches on. Um, I I love he actually marches on the Jedi Temple with the clone yeah. troopers and oh my God, the soundtrack. It's just uh, absolutely fantastic. And yes, I mean, we see it more in um, the Revenge of the Sith game. Him going through the Jedi Temple and taking down... He kills the the Sentinels, doesn't he? The guards with their yellow lightsabers. Yeah, and uh, oh, it's, it's really, really fantastic. And yeah, then we get the youngling scene. Which George yeah. Lucas originally wanted to show in the film. He wanted to show um, Anakin what, in... actually killing them. Jesus. Which, because he wanted it to show how much he's changed, how much Padme means to him that he would take down. I mean, we, we know anyway, but like, it would really show the desperation that Anakin has yeah. to save the ones he loves. But um, yeah, so he just takes down the whole place. Padme's looking out the window, thinking, oh, bugger me. Uh, <laughs> the Jedi Temple's on fire. Well, this ain't great. Anakin then returns. Um, but after he's, he's um, killed everyone at the Jedi Temple, he is then told to go to Mustafa to um, kill all of the... Uh, Vice, CIS. The, yeah, all like the council. The Viceroy and everyone like that. At the yeah. same time... At the same time, we are with Obi-Wan, and he is, uh, well, hang on, it's, it's just before this. We've got to talk about Yeah, that. let's. we've got to jump back. We've we got to talk Grievous? about Obi-Wan is now on Utapa. He knows Grievous and everyone is there. He's uh, got his little... <laughs> Actually, that is a perfect description. <laughs> Whatever that animal is. But I loved it, and I'll tell you, I cried. I oh, cried. I cried in a bit, but um, I think its name is Saba. Oh, I love that creature. I've got one in the Republic as well. I've got one in Galaxies. Have you? Uh, what are they called, Prior? Yeah. What were they called? I can't remember for the, the life. Beautiful of me. mounts. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. That's gonna bug me. But um, yeah, and Obi Wan is there. He sees Grievous, um, with legions of my best troops, but legions of um droids and droidicas and every type of droid there is. And what does Obi- what does Obi Wan do? Puts his hood down, takes his robe off, and thinks, "Ah, oh, so I'm going to go for it," and jumps down and does the classic. This looks fine. Yeah, and does and then the he does the line that the, is in has been my text oh. tone for three years now. Has it? Yeah. Really? Let's all have a go at it. Come, Come on. on. Who wants to go on. first? Keep, keep keep going, and I'll play my text tone for you. And he does the do, classic. Do that. Do that one last. Go on, Jenks. Hello there. That's great. Let me have a go. Go on. Hello there. Okay. Go on, Brian. That's my turn. Hello there. Oh, it actually went up in pitch with each of the performances. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Isn't that Hello funny? There. Hello there. She was a, ver- it was a Varactyl, by the way, a Varactyl. Varactyl. Remember that? Of course, yeah, yeah. She was called Boga, not Saba. Saba's in the New Jedi Order. Carry oh. on. But yes. And you can also get um, different types of Varactyl as well. That's um, their, their, um, Stop filing. nerding us out, mate. It's it's the it's the phylum, isn't it, Varactyl, rather than the actual. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then Obi Wan takes on Grievous, 
and we finally see Grievous actually with four lightsabers. I was trained by... Oh, what voice is that? I got, is it Watto, is it? Annie. I was trained by Count Dooku in your Jedi arts. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. Yeah, neither do I. I really don't it like it. It spells the end of this podcast. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then they have this incredible fight, but Obi-Wan is just too good. He's just too oh, good. Yeah. He chops off his arms, and there's a lovely moment where Grievous, you actually read his face, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. And then the, the clones, oh, I love it. The clones zip line down. And it, this incredible battle ensues. And then a chase scene between um, between uh, Obi-Wan and Grievous start. And uh, Grievous gets on his awesome little one-wheel bike. I've got, I've got one I of definitely those heard horse. And Grievous gets on his horse. <laughs> Have you actually got one of those? I have, yeah, I've got there three was one of those on in, the Old Republic. Ah, there was one of those in Galaxies as well. Yeah, they are really cool mounts. <laughs> and then Grievous gets absolutely jumped by Arthur Morgan. And then... <laughs> You're right, boy. <laughs> Pats him and uh, just just really, you know, creates a fantastic bond with his horse. And yeah. Uh, and yeah. Well, you do, don't you? And that's the end of the film. But, uh, I got the tuberculosis. <laughs> But then they, they're both on a platform and the greatest line is, well, they have that great fight and Obi-Wan's... Oh, Obi-Wan Obi-Wan's him. Yeah, Obi-Wan's reaction oh, to that I is... feel this, it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What was he but, thinking? He's made of metal. You can hear oh, the pain in his yeah, voice. Yeah, the shin. Oh. Yeah, oh. but he, he still goes for it, which is fantastic. And then when... Uh, Obi-Wan manages to get um, Grievous's blaster. And I used to know the name of his blaster. Um, and is just... it any E11? Is it one of the Stormtrooper ones? No. It's... I can't remember. Let me look it up. Um, I can't remember now. But uh, then fires into Grievous's heart. Also, amazing moment. Um, oh, it's a DT-57. That's it, yeah. And um, because it's on, um, it's on Revenge of the Sith, the game. Ah, oh, right. And, okay, um, cool. Because you know where you can pick different characters and it says different weapons that they have and all this oh, kind of stuff. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and um, Obi-Wan manages to open um, his chest plate. And, and then suddenly, <laughs> Grievous's eyes just widen up and you hear this... <laughs> and um, oh, Yoda's popped Yoda. out of nowhere. Yeah, oh, is it? Yoda. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, and then Obi Wan fires those shots right into uh, fires those shots right into oh. uh, um, Grievous's heart, and then the most incredible line, which again shows the arrogance of the Jedi, but also just the the badass coolness of them, yeah. of saying so uncivilized, and he throws the, down the blaster because obviously that. They're Jedi Knights. They only use lightsabers. You know, they don't use this, the, the blasters or anything like that. No, it's it's way below them. But again, it's another little hint that the Jedi do look down upon a lot. They do think they're a lot higher than yeah, different You've also things. got to see it as an equivalent to a samurai using a pistol. You know, yeah. it's that yeah. kind of... You have to think of it like that. You know, a samurai's weapon is his katana. And that's how he makes his kills. He doesn't use a, a I don't know, a, 
um, nine millimeter coat or whatever. You know, it's just it would be against everything they do. Yeah, yeah, very, very good, bro. That's a a, a lovely, uh, <laughs> lovely little parallel. You sound surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then um, Obi Wan during this has dropped his lightsaber, and then he finds Cody. Cody's got his lightsaber, and everyone's like, "Right, let's push. Let's keep going." And then Obi Wan just charges him with his uh, little, <laughs> and uh, and then now now we have it. Now we have the dreaded dreaded time where Execute. Order sixty six, Commander Cody. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! But He's yeah, dead, mate. But yeah. <laughs> But um, oh, sorry, I keep going back to different characters. I'm, I'm absolutely lost it. But yeah, Commander Cody, execute order sixty six. It shall, it shall be done, my lord. <laughs> what is? That? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, no, I'll have a go. Yeah, it shall be done, my lord. He's, there uh, we he's go. Got, he's got Lenny from of mice and men. <laughs> <laughs> it shall be done with the rabbits. Uh, <laughs> I look over the hill. It's the wabbits. Oh, let, let, close to the mark. Close to the mark. But um, yeah. And then uh, they fire on Obi-Wan. And this... I know the whole Order 66 scene is beautiful. But it's this that breaks my heart. And I still cry at it. I really do. Because it just really, really hurts me. But... Um, <laughs> but... The moment where Obi-Wan falls and the um, fall and then the music hits in. It hits in really big. And then that creature that you talked about screams on the way down. But do you know what I mean? I, I still cry. Yeah. How, does it, how does it scream? <laughs> That's good and you bloody know it. That is. I didn't. I didn't expect it to happen that way. But um, and then we're in Order sixty six. This is it. The demise. The Jedi are being destroyed. They are being turned against by their own troops. Troops that they've been with for years now, and we see it even more with Rex and um, Clone Wars and stuff. But we oh do. my god, heartbreaking. What were your first thoughts, boys, when you watched this for the, the first time? If this, you can remember, I, I'm not sure if I can remember from the first time. It's for me now. It's so it's been expanded on so much that it's it seems so much bigger and so much um, more all encompassing than it did before. So like we've talked like a remarkable amount about it recently because of Clone Wars and I played Fallen Order uh, where the same thing happens. And it's the it's for me it's the score. It brings it straight back, and it's just it's it's this sort of um, moment of cataclysmic shift in the galaxy, and everything sells that to me. Mm. Uh, it, but it, it, honestly, it's the moment that we I think we've sort of been waiting for, except for the Vader moment. We've been waiting for the Jedi to be extinct, like to be brought to it, the face of extinction, pretty much. Um, so it's just huge. Uh, right? Well, you said everything there, Chris. I mean, spot on. We'll um, say some more. Sorry. Uh, I, again, don't remember the first time seeing it. <laughs> I, um, say I don't remember this scene. <laughs> I Honestly, boys, I used to skip the scene. <laughs> yeah, fair. this is Lothlorien, isn't it? Boring. Nice, no, get past that. So Fine. boring. No, um, yeah, it's, oh God, it's heartbreaking. Mm. And uh, I think, yeah, as Chris says, though, it is kind of drilled into us at this point for me now because I've seen so much about Order 66. Mm. I genuinely can't remember how I felt or 
or the kind of effect that it had on me. But I know that I still rewatch it now and just go, yeah. I just tear up and it's like, oh God. It's you beautiful. kind of go, maybe this time it won't happen. It's yeah. not going to happen this time. Yeah, but well, it always does. And 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 the lovely, you know, you go to Flusia and um, go to uh, different planets. I forgot the name of the planets now. But you go around and you see the oh, John Williams' score. <coughs> oh, it's amazing. Over this is that's fifty percent of what makes this heartbreaking is that his score yeah. is so good and it's like nothing again that we've heard in Star Wars ever before. You know, this heartbreak is the biggest thing that you are gonna see in Star Wars. Yeah, and and you, it's the beginning of the end as yeah. well, isn't it? Really? Yeah. It's, you can you can see the path that we're now yeah. on. It's like oh, this is it. Obi Wan's out. It's truly ended. It's gone. You know, oh, yeah, like you said, Obi Wan's gone, and stuff. Anakin is now on his way to Mustafar, and stuff. Like it's all, it's all terrible. It's all awful, awful stuff. And uh, then, I think the next bit is Mustafar when we go to mm. Anakin, um, slaughtering. Yeah, we're caught up now. Yeah, slaughtering all the the uh, CIS um, the heads and stuff like that, and then also, yeah. and at the end of that scene, we have Yoda dropping his cane because he's at Kashyyyk. We haven't really mentioned much about the um, first time we see the Wookiee planet, but what about the Wookiee and stuff? Which is, you know, it's a great battle. It's awesome. It's epic, and um, yeah, we see Yoda's reaction that he feels yeah. everything that's going on. Yeah, well, that's Order 66, isn't it? He feels everyone being yeah. murdered. I mean, imagine being the head of an order, not having seen what was coming, and then everyone that you were responsible for has been murdered yeah. in, in cold blood. Mm. It must feel reasonably bad. And yet he seems to recover very quickly from it. Oh, he really does. He really, yeah, really does. Water for duck's back, mate. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, I mean, my, my honest opinion of Yoda shoots down, considering that he is essentially responsible for the, the death of these Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. But again, yeah. this this is this is the fail of the Jedi is that they don't use emotion. They don't use anything to actually yeah. see any of this. They shut themselves off from the Force, really. Yeah. They they use a tiny, tiny percentage of it. Yeah. And uh, that that, that foolish. That's their that's their downfall. And now we see that Obi Wan has survived. He manages to make it away in his. Uh, um, not Jedi fighter in that lovely. No, it, it's in Grievous's like yeah. um, Corvette fighter. Yeah. It's a Bell Bell Bilab or something Easy like that. It was now. also in Galaxies. Oh right, Bell Bilab twenty two or something like that. It's a bloody Belen um, ship. That's what it is. <laughs> it's beautiful though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, I, it's, it's like gorgeous. a hot rod. It's gorgeous. And then he uh, manages to make contact with um, Bail Organa. Oh, and that's um, the um, the the apprentice in the Jedi Temple scene. If you remember that, when he's fighting off the um, the clone troopers, yeah, that's George Lucas's son, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I think it's Jet Jet Lucas. Is yeah, his name. and then he he dies. I don't even he know this kid, and I'm well. like, oh god. Yeah. Oh my god, it's heartbreaking. Goodness and yeah, me. And um, the 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 clone troopers say to Bail Organa, oh, "It's time for you to go, sir." And he says. And so it is. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's a classy, classy work. It, he doesn't do that much in this film, but it's really nice. No, there, yeah. there is a nice setup. I mean, again, there's another lovely deleted scene where Bail Organa... Uh, oh, <laughs> or Gardner. Bail Organa. Bail Organa. Bail's a Gardner. It's Gardner. He's setting up the rebellion already. The rebellion mm. is being yeah. set up at this point. 
it's a shame that they don't Batman Mon Mothman. Yeah, it's a shame they don't bloody show that because that's a fantastic scene. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, it's all been set up that there is doubt anyway behind the senator of possibly overthrowing and also having thoughts. A great scene with uh, Padme where she says, you know, what if the separatists are right and we're on the wrong side, mm. which is a fantastic yeah. scene between itself. Actually, them having a relationship and talking about politics is brilliant, brilliant idea rather than yeah, just absolutely stupid lovey-dovey rubbish lines. Like, yeah. actually throwing this in. Fantastic. It's tough. It is tough, but it's true. We then um, go on a, a Corvette. Is it a Corvette ship? It is. Yeah. But it's a Corellian Corvette. Corellian Corvette. In fact, it's, it's um, the Tentive. Uh, it's, it's, it's the blockade runner from yeah. A New Hope. Is it the exact same ship? I think it's his ship. Yes, it is. It? Because Leia goes on it. Yeah. Is it and Tentive um, 4? C-3PO, yeah, C-3PO and R2 are on there. And Captain... Um, Antilles. Antilles. Yeah, Captain Antilles gets their mind. We we watch these films way too much. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Yeah. But I love that. And you recognise the ship from yeah. the like it, it it looks exactly the same also, as in at, New Hope. At this point in the films, you start to notice that a lot of uh, the computer systems and stuff like that are starting to look like they do in a new hope. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm surprised face is killing me right now. He's doing that. What? Sorry, yeah. I'm just just kind of in awe. I've got bad wisdom teeth at the moment. My oh. mind is going blank right now. That's not. He's just really impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh my going, god! These guys have time day. to learn this stuff. But yeah, um, before this pod, I had a vat and Novocaine, so I'm just kind of like, <laughs> Novocaine. But um, yeah. So then uh, we find out Yoda survives as well. He goes back on this Corvette ship. They then think, okay, well, what are we gonna do? What is the plan? Here, well, let's go to the Jedi Temple. Sensible. Let's find out what's going on. And and you'd think personally, okay, maybe they may have laid a bit of a trap or something. Yeah. They go to the Jedi Temple. Yeah, there's a lot of clone troopers. It's kicking off a bit. But we do get to see Obi-Wan and Yoda being badass, mm. taking down all these uh, clone troopers. One of the only we times do. I actually do like seeing Yoda fight. Yeah. Because there is, you hear him, like, you hear him uh, kind of doing this fantastic kind of scream. <laughs> like, he goes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like you, you hear in his voice that, that there's almost anger in Yoda. He's really, yeah. really pushing. And then they find out that um, on uh, the, uh, what is it? What's the actual word that they get? It, it's the, the CCTV in our, in our thing, but. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they find out on CCTV that it was Anakin that uh, did holocam, this. A holocam, isn't it? Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. And um, you find out that Sidious is now under... No, Sidious... No, Anakin is now <laughs> under Sidious's wing and stuff and his apprentice and he's now Darth Vader. And yeah. uh, Obi-Wan... <sighs> he's not happy, is he's he? He's not happy. And he's thinking, hang on. This guy, was, this guy was a Jedi a while back. What's going on here? Yeah. I only left a week ago. <laughs> Jesus. What's going on, Yoda? <laughs> and he's thinking, I may have left a week ago as well. <laughs> In fairness, he's right. But, yeah. um, he's, he's oh, think- there's a what if as well. What if Yoda had stayed on Coruscant mm. when they tried to arrest Palpatine? Mm. <sighs> That's a tasty one. But Log that, boys. But then this great conversation of Yoda and Obi-Wan talking going, okay, there's two of us, there's two of them. 
<laughs> Who speaks like that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Right. I tell you what. It's two of us. It's two of them. We could have them. We could take them on. Oh, we could take. Look at him. He's just an old boy, isn't he? Wait till he goes outside and have him. Aren't you, you, aren't you 900 years old? Shut up, son. Go back. I'll go round back. I'll knock him out. You come in after that. Just shank him. Easy. <laughs> but yeah, they have the conversation yeah. and Yoda chooses to take on Sidious and says to everyone that you must take on Anakin. And Anakin's like, no, let me take on Sidious. And Yoda's like, you're not strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin's popped up, has he? <laughs> He's just changing his allegiance. It's like a figure, yeah. isn't he? Oh, he, nice he just runs in, runs in randomly. Oh, let me take oh, no, him let on. Let me do it. Hang on. Oh, fine. I'm, I'm going back to the dark side. Then <laughs> screw you. <laughs> but yeah, and Obi Wan's like, well, I don't want to take on Anakin. You know, he's my brother. You know, we have such a close friendship, and let's <laughs> <laughs> not having a coffee. It's fireside chat, mate. His brother's sex in the city dialogue. I'm bouncing out right now. Central Oh, Park. we have such a close friendship though, Yoda. Come I just on. don't know what I'm going to do. But, um, it's made, yeah. made in Chelsea with Obi-Wan. Yeah. It? And then, so we now come to the, this is the, the final big scenes. Yoda takes on Sidious. Anakin finds Padme and goes, where is, where's Annie? Where's Annie? <laughs> where is she? <laughs> where is she? <laughs> Well, I want my family back. I want my family back. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then everyone, you know, is like, Anakin's the father, isn't he? I'm so sorry. And the music and the score over that bit, I did think, it's lovely. Jesus, where did that come from? Yeah. Wow. Everyone finally found finding out the truth. Well, they, I think he. The theory is that he did <laughs> know. <laughs> he's just been sort of. The, 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 ah, yes, a nice candy. <laughs> the theory. Uh, was that Obi-Wan did know and he'd just been denying it to himself. Mm. And so this is the moment when he finally admits it to himself. Yeah. This is what sex leads to. <laughs> don't do it. Kids, if you're listening. Prior, yeah. don't do it. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I'll stop. I'll yeah. stop. Stop. Don't stop, mate. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. I meant that. But um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely scene. Obviously, we have the one moment where we all slightly go, Ewan, <laughs> Ewan, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> it's not his fault. It's not his fault. You know, and just touches his beard in almost kind of... He, he could be taking the mick because the line's so bad. It's a dreadful line. And he just says, younglings, I saw Anakin killing younglings. I don't know if he's about to piss himself laughing. No, he's Or he's about, about to cry. To, he's a professional, for God's sake. But he's, yeah, he's trying to sell it. And you can't sell a line like that. No, you really can't. It's awful. Can't. You really can't. Stupid Lucas. He does a lot of things right in this film, but when he gets them wrong, he gets them unbelievably wrong. Unbelievable. There's not just one that's just like slightly, oh, that's a bit different. It's, yeah. why does it have to be so heavy? <laughs> what is that? In this moment, don't say words like younglings. Yeah. When, <laughs> when like, when you've got the audience crying on your side completely on this film going, oh my God, this is awful. And then you put that in, youngling. You're like, ah, oh. Ridiculous. You've just taken me out of it for God's sake. <laughs> But yes, Obi-Wan then stows away on Padme's ship because she needs to go and find out if the rumours that Obi-Wan has been talking are actually true. So she then goes oh, to yeah. Mustafar. Yoda then walks in uh, to Palpatine's office. Master Yoda. <laughs> I know celebrity. 
full line and then it was like <laughs> wait could just say that um but yeah yoda comes in and um they they kick off yoda pushes palps over his chair <laughs> it's very rude <laughs> the worst and it, yeah the worst fool ever. yeah and i'm thinking you see like his little legs come out of his skirt <laughs> <laughs> and i remember thinking um aren't these two guys meant to be the most powerful in the <laughs> bloody galaxy right now it is and they're the pushing each other over <laughs> It's the equivalent of a youth in framed video. That's what it is. Mm. That's true. He's all the Sith. Then, then they go into uh, the fight. In, yeah, um, thank God. In the, and they're throwing chair. Well, not chairs. But <laughs> yeah, the pods, the, the Senate the, pods. The Senate pods. They're they're fighting in the actual Senate gallery and stuff, and it's it's kicking off, and Yoda's making one spin. And stuff, and you've got Ian McDermott just doing his, <laughs> and you're just like, "Wow, all right." I, you know, I, I'll watch. Is, yeah. I'll watch it one time and think this is incredible. I'll watch it another time and think this, this is yeah, this is interesting. yeah. It's a, it's just a bit hollow. This, isn't yeah. it? Especially when you compare it to the fight that's running alongside. And it's it's also yeah. the fact the fact that you know both of them survive, and also that they are both the most powerful. You expect something a bit more kind of like Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yeah. But you, yeah. you, you don't. You don't. You but don't I, really get that. I think that's, but I think that's because there's so much more stakes on Obi-Wan and Anakin. So we now go yeah. to Mustafar. We see Anakin or Vader staring out over the lava fields of Mustafar. You then see Padme's ship coming in and Anakin legs it over to her. Like, oh, And uh, Padme comes out and they have a little conversation and then Padme realises something was changed. And something has changed, changed within, within me. me. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then the one moment that makes Anakin lose it is Obi-Wan standing. You remember that great silhouette of Obi-Wan standing in the doorway? Yeah, um, I do. And It's awesome. And it, you can see it drives Anakin and he calls Padme a liar, you know, thinking that he's, she's brought um, Obi-Wan with, with her to kill him and stuff. And, oh, and then force chokes Padme oh. whilst pregnant. Awful. Mental. I mean, this is a Star Wars film. Yeah, really shouldn't do that. <laughs> Do you reckon I mean, Lucas went, we should probably take that out? Probably take that out. I'll take it out. Well, so this this part of the film now is when Steven Spielberg came in. Right. And Spielberg started giving his notes and ideas. He went, look, boys, there's just not enough choking. A <laughs> bit more choking. Come on. And, I um... choked them with the force. <laughs> I choked them with my hands. Lots uh... of different ways. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's such a heavy heavy moment and then you know Padme passes out on the floor Obi-Wan goes to check if she's okay stands up and goes, look what you've done you've only gone and she's your your wife she's pregnant for god's sake these lines aren't in it but I yeah. wish they were <laughs> but <laughs> god's sake it's more realistic isn't it but um <laughs> but yeah yeah and then the great lines uh of them you know, talking about the Jedi, talking about the Sith, you know, 
Only Sith deals in absolute, which is an absolute in itself. So so oh, hypocritical yeah. of Obi Wan to do that. I I forgive that line completely because the the line that precedes it, which is "If you're not with me, then you're my enemy." He's just learnt the word enemy, and he's going to show it off. You're my enemy. It's very the room. It must be said. Yes, very the it's, room. It's it's not the best. There are some mm. good lines in there. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan's my allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy. That's a good line. Oh, that he says that very well. That's a fa- he screams yeah. that out as well. Yeah. yeah, he does. His frustration as much as anything else. Yeah, and then we start this incredible duel. Now, a lot of people have said to me, right, that they don't like this duel. It goes on for oh, way too long. And I'm just like, no, I'm sorry, you can't say that to me because it's incredible. It's just incredible. The stakes are so high. Yeah. Stupidly high. They're fighting on a lava planet. What yeah. can't you like about this? The yeah. incredible what, what choreography. Do you want? The stakes couldn't be higher unless there were actual stakes there. Yeah, unless they had stakes Delicious. above them. Yeah, eating them. And I go, bloody hell, those stakes are high. Well, we told you. <laughs> what did you want? Yeah, that would be good. And uh, yeah, and then, oh, it, it's beautiful that... You know, they they go into different rooms. I'm not selling it well. They go into different rooms and fight, and then there's another no. room. <laughs> but wow. sometimes Obviously, they go outside and fight as well. But the, that's what, the budget, though, isn't it? What's we couldn't so, do that. What's, what's so brilliant is that they are just completely evenly matched. And you yeah. see that Obi-Wan fights in a very defensive manner. Anakin fights in just pure anger, attacking, attacking mode. You know, very much like uh, the mode that we see Luke attack Vader in Return of the Jedi. Just yeah. bang, 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 bang. But Obi-Wan is so good, so good, and knows Anakin so well, knows his moves that he knows exactly what to do. And Obi-Wan is being very clever here. He's starting to move him away because you know what he's aiming for? Go on. He's aiming to find that high ground. That's what that boy's doing. That's what he's doing. And uh, yeah, and then the stakes rise even higher. The the shields um, on this place that they're in. <laughs> a mining colony. Isn't yeah, it? that's it. Um, then drop and then the whole building starts to fall and they're on the... the lava's flying around everywhere. They're trying to fight oh, each other. Then one of the like pylons just fall off. And, nightmare. And they're in a bloody lava river and they're climbing oh. up, still fighting, still fighting. You'd think, hang on. Hang on, let's just... We're in a bit yeah, of a pause. dangerous position here. Wait a minute. <laughs> Should we go and do oh, this? Whoa, 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 time let's, out, time Let's out, do time. this somewhere else. Let's do this somewhere else. Also, another moment which I love is that this lava field and waterfall is where, in Rogue One, where Vader's castle is. Yeah, Bast yeah. Castle. Which it's also is, in, uh, if anyone's played Vader Immortal, the VR game, it's also there. Which is oh, I've never played that. Yeah. Yeah, you should play it. It's mm. brilliant because he also has a little uh, relic that he uses to try and resurrect Padme. So it's yeah. just brilliant. That's in the comics as well, yeah. that thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and then finally they ma- it, it goes off the waterfall of lava. It's not, not Lava fall? Lava fall would probably make more sense. And uh, then they run and then they're both on this little platform well, no, Obi-Wan's on a platform. Anakin's on this poor little droid that's just trying to do his oh, job. He's just and there. Stuff. He's been programmed to yeah. do his job. He's thinking, what is going on? Why, why is this happening? I just want to... There's, I wanna... there's nothing in his programming that said a 
middle-aged Jedi will be treading on his head. Absolutely. Pushing him into the lava. Shocking. It's, yeah. it, lava is dangerous enough. Yeah. Yeah. But having a man on top of you, I mean... That, oh, it's a nightmare. There's those stakes, though. There's those As stakes. we know all too well, it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, we do. But, uh, sure, Chris. Then they're, yeah. th- sorry, sorry. they're both on the platform. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> both on the platform. They have that fi- final, <laughs> final bit of dialogue. Master Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys, just hang on one second. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have that final bit of dialogue. Uh, Obi-Wan does a flip onto uh, flip the side is. of the mountain. That's 10 points. And he brings out the most iconic line in movie history. I mean, boys, do we... I know that I'm not the only one that... Oh, voice break. I know I'm not the only <laughs> one who re-watches this scene mm. over and yeah. over again. Yeah. It's powerful. Oh. So it's bad. over, Anakin. I have the high ground. You underestimate <laughs> my power. Jake's driven the, uh, the little video I made for Instagram for this. <laughs> <laughs> for a little story up of you underestimate my power. <laughs> and then the fantastic, don't try it. And then he just jumps, well, he tries it. He, does. he, he tries does. it at he the end He said, of the day. don't try it, and he does it. Silly. And what's he do? Slices him up. Slices his legs off. Anakin is screaming. Screaming. Yeah. He leaves his mechanical arm, which is really tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really, he really. He takes all the rest of the organic ones and leaves the mechanical yeah, one. Yeah, you just rude. Think, all right, you, you know where my mechanical arm is. Just chop that off. I, I can, have a, yeah. can have an arm. Leave me an arm. Everyone just wants to do his own grievous experiment. He's like, well, yeah. the one arm is working, so let's see what happens if I do this. Yeah, may as well start now. Got so little else yeah. to do. And uh, and yeah, and then we have this incredible speech that is amazingly done by Hugh McGregor. Beautiful. It's the highlight of the prequels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because suddenly you realise, you know, you push away Attack of the Clones and you just concentrate on the relationship they've had in this film and you start yeah. to realise how much it actually means to uh, to Obi-Wan in this. <laughs> Sorry. How much it hurts him. Yeah, well, it's it's so... And you, you, think, you think to yourself, okay, this has been forgiven. You think back to the first time they met and stuff and you're thinking all this stuff, especially seeing the Clone Wars and everything like that now. You think all that relationship has come to this moment where Obi-Wan has had to, in his opinion kill Anakin yeah and stuff and that great speech of you were my brother Anakin you were meant to destroy the Sith not join them bring balance to the force not leave it in darkness oh those lines George I will hold my hands up to you my friend that is incredible writing yeah. and he, he is our friend maybe yeah, yeah. oh, oh wow. he's a friend of the thank pod you. Long thank you boys that's, that's really nice of you thank you but uh it's good George uh it's a good Incredible. And then Obi-Wan picks up his lightsaber and just walks away and oh, Anakin just screaming, I hate you. And on fire. Whilst on fire. God, well, he's on fire. <laughs> this, this kid's on fire. Wow. <laughs> I mean, how did they do that then, eh? But, what, really? set him on fire? Yeah, it must, must have really hurt him. Well, That's was... why we haven't seen him around for a long time. <laughs> so it's taken Aiden Christensen under 20 Poor. years to come back. <laughs> That's dedication. He was he was just coming in too hot. 
There you go. There you go, you right. see. Obi-Wan then leaves, uh, takes Padme back to the Corvette ship. She then <laughs> she then starts giving birth. And um I can't That's I, quick. I can't well, yeah. She's not hanging around. No, she's not hanging around, she's having a big one. Well, she does. <laughs> but um then Palpatine finds Anakin. He's still alive. And then um, Anakin is then taken back to Coruscant. And then again, parallels, mirror image, rhyme. George does it exactly as he says on his tin. He rhymes everything. The birth of... um, Venus. (laughs) The birth of Vader, the birth of Luke and Leia, and the death of Padme. Only problem is, is... Let's be honest. Yeah. The, her, the reason why she dies. Just say she dies in childbirth. It's ridiculous. They literally say she has lost the will to live. That's not like a meter inside people yeah. that is like, oh, the will is really high, so they should be fine today. And if it, it dips down a little bit because they're feeling like a bit she's, blue. She's lost most of her organs, but her will is great. <laughs> so yeah. Maybe no it's like, you know, her will and her manner and her stamina. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all like, get those get those points up, you'll be doing fine. She's oh, full of yeah. XP. But the thing is, is that if she's meant to have lost her will to live because she is heartbroken, she's a terrible mother because she's got two yeah. kids she needs to look after. Two lovely little kids. Just because her man's died, she's like, oh, sod this then. Well, your kids! Selfish. But yeah, we then see Vader um, being worked on. <laughs> This is a horrible sequence, isn't it? Uh, and it's all being done at the same time. And then that final moment where the mask is being lowered and you see Hayden Christensen's eyes. Again, great acting without saying anything. It, they just open up and he's like, oh, crap. And then, I'll tell you what, if he'd been in the silent era, he'd have been a big old Oh, star. he'd be incredible. Amazing. Uh, uh, he wouldn't have had any of the issues. No. It would have been beautiful. But then it's raised up. And then for the first time, you just hear that. Ope. 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 Yeah. yeah. And you he find out. Trying he's trying to get some money on the side. He, 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 wants, he wants an ope. But you, Darth Vader's ope service. <laughs> but you hear Vader's breathing for the first time and you're like, oh, damn. Here we are then. That's it. That's how it's happened. Yeah. Do you remember this in the trailer as well? When it yeah. was Lord Vader. Yes, master. Rise. Yeah. Do-do-do-do. And it was him just coming up. But it is incredible. And, you know, it still gives me shivers thinking about that first moment. Vader's first birth into the world. You know, whilst he's, whilst Leia and Luke have just been... Um, brought into this incredible universe and Padme's dead. And Just want to clear up for any listeners who um, <laughs> haven't seen the films. Vader did not give birth to Luke <laughs> and Leia. Yeah, sensible. Because that was getting com- yeah. complicated. Yeah, 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 I understand I said that in a Vader's weird way. Vader's first birth. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then... Um, they decide that Leia will go with uh, Bail Organa and uh, 
Why not? Yeah. They've always wanted a kid. Yeah. So, so lovely. Might as well have this one. And then Obi-Wan will take... Just going begging. <laughs> Obi- Who wants it? Who wants it? Obi-Wan gets the incredible idea and thinks, you know what? I know where Vader will never look for his son. His family. He'll never look for his son. He won't think, oh, maybe my family has my son. No, of course not. So I'm going to take him there. Where, you know, on the same planet that... He, he grew up as well. Yeah, yeah. He was there not that long ago, about yeah. you know, five years I'll ago. I'll hide him in plain sight. And you know what? Weirdly, Obi-Wan was right. Pretty good. I mean, they, there's, there's a theory that Vader, they, um, he didn't know that Vader would never go back to Tatooine, but that Vader would never go back because of all the stuff that had gone on there. Like, I don't think he ever did go back in, to in, Tatooine as in, Vader. From what's written, he's never, ever been back. Yeah, and there's a reason for it. Yeah, since he's got since the Clone Wars, ups, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, it'd stick out like a sore thumb, wouldn't he? In all that desert, it just look ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. That's no, true. It wouldn't fit in at all. That's true. Yeah. But um, and he's all about fitting him. <laughs> he <What>? is. <laughs> in, into, he doesn't uh, like it when people don't like him. Fitting oh. in where? To like society, like, like secret societies, and that. Yeah, to like the society. Yeah, I absolutely, <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, and then um, Vader is then on a, on the bridge of a new star destroyer, and we see the first. We see Tarkin. We see CGI. Well, not CGI Tarkin actually. It's just a guy in makeup. No, it's a different actor. Um, yeah. who I actually really liked. I mean, to do anything. Um, but I'm going to say, I thought, great casting. That that was the performance of the movie. <laughs> I was like, was this has made it. This has made it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then Obi-Wan then takes Leia, Le- Ron, ta- <laughs> Weasley. Yeah. Ta- takes Luke to uh, Tatooine and gives him to uh, Uncle Owen and Art Buru. And, uh, Uncle Owen. And then we have that final shot of the two sons and one was a daughter <laughs> oh fair enough and Obi-Wan leaves and then just that little shot and then it's the two of them and there we go that's the end of this motion picture so I'm going to ask you boys Dinkles who, who, go on Prime I guess go pry first. It's a big five dinkles for me. Wow. Yeah. Five. Yeah, I love That's, it. That is very big. I told you how I wore out my DVD, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I mean, you did. I still haven't quite worked out. Yeah, I don't get what you mean by that. But The details don't matter. Just the fact that I wore out my DVD... That's all you that's need very, to know. That's George Lucas thinking right there. Yeah, it details is. don't matter. Forget yeah. about it. Uh, Chris... I'm going to go four and a half. So four dinkles and a berry. I can't quite give it that last half because of its flaws. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, though. I, If I could, I'd give this... Catch them when they fall. I'd give this seven. Whoa. That's that. No, I know, not. I know it's not possible. Um, I mean, it's five. It's five dinkles and a, a, and a Lena Headey. <laughs> That's good. We're not introducing new things to this. If there's something I need to put in this to make people know how much I love it, 
You can shine up your dinkles if you want. All right, shine. Give them a, f- five give a polish. Shiny dinkles for this film. I adore it. I Lovely absolutely stuff. adore it. it. For me, it is the best Star Wars film. Nice. It's controversial. Incredible. Right, boys. Let's. Uh, what, are, what are your little final moments then? Little final final moments because uh, we've been going Ooh. on for quite a while on this. We have. Ooh, I loved it, mate. Oh, I couldn't get enough. Of it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Really, really nice, Chris. Uh, I want to share with you a quote, which is from the the novelization, and I think it's absolutely awesome. And it's about Obi-Wan and Anakin. It's actually from way back at the start when they're on their rescue mission. Everyone doubts that they can do it. Like it's it's it seems impossible, but all the kids believe it. The younglings believe it. All the kids. uh, (laughs) All the kids. They Um, all believe it. They're so damn. And the quote is: uh, "A pair of starfighters, Jedi starfighters, only two. Two is enough. Two is enough because the adults are wrong and their younglings are right. Though this is the end of the age of heroes, it has saved its best for last. I mean. Brilliant. For me, that is, this is the end of the age of heroes, yeah. but my God, it goes out with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's awesome. You do have to think about it. This is the end of not just this Republic, but the old Republic as well. All yeah. of that for a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. It's or longer. The end of that age and now we go into you know because time is in in uh the star wars universe time is managed where it's um pre battle of yavin and then oh yeah and then you know after battle of yavin that, that that's how big this period is yeah yeah the before battle of yavin is one moment in history and after battle of yavin is another moment in history it's like wow incredible but for me final comments on this film is that it's just so damn good i love everything it has the best story order 66 incredible vader seeing vader for the first time it's godlike that opera scene wow just love it the mystery that's in this film but also the answers that you get you're given so many answers no jj abrams bloody box crap in this film you get answers. You get them. There you go. But, yes. Tough. So, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, thank you, every, everyone, for uh, listening. You've been absolutely incredible. We have a website out right now. Pride, do you want to tell us we about do. that? Yeah, guys. Um, it's a really cool website that we made. Um so it's got like all of our podcasts on it as soon as they come out, and you haven't got to oh, pay wow. any uh, any subscription fees to like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anything. It's just there. Yeah. You know, Apple Podcasts is free, don't you? Yeah. Listen, it doesn't matter. Fair. It's there. You okay. got to pay for Spotify. That's uh, crazy prices these days. I mean, we're not made of money. This is free of charge, and we got merchandise. That's not free of charge, but I tell you what, it's worth it. Every penny. It's like you know, crazy amounts of cotton going on in that. It's lovely. Oh, that's um, great. I definitely recommend getting that. Um, and the website is www. which stands for worldwideweb. And then it's eightdaysageek.com. I mean, that's a great URL. You know you're going to have a trusted site from that. So uh, please do go check it out. There's also going to be a blog on there that Chris is going to start doing some stuff for. Why is it falling to me? Because that's I'm, your kind of thing, isn't Again, it? we've said this. We can't spell. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be um, awful on it. Trust me, guys, you'll love it. Lovely design. Fantastic. Probably say a designer might be, you know, up there with Einstein and Newton and the greats. Um, 
So, yeah. we've got to wrap this up. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, we do need to wrap it up. 8daysofgeek.com. It's really good. Really, oh, I love it. Oh. Okay, well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, whatever platform you're listening on, if you could give us a little rating, a little like, if you could subscribe, follow, whatever you'd like. We'd love to hear back on your thoughts of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. But for now, I've been AJ Jenks and I've been with Benjamin Pryor and Chris Weeks. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day and Goodbye. May the force be with you always. That's too nerdy, mate. Cut that out. Yeah, yeah fair. I ain't got nothing but love, babe. Eight days again.